Young and pruned. And welcome to Old and Dusty. I'm Ashley. <laughs> and I'm Anthony. I almost forgot what we say. I was <laughs> like getting some Ira Glass from you for a second. And I was like, oh, I didn't know this was. I need to soften my voice. For I forgot. I forgot. Um, it just took me a second. It, it's been months. I think, I think the yeah, last time we recorded so. was yeah. August, maybe, of 2022. Um, maybe July and it's now March 2023 oh and the other thing too is the feed is all messed up because we had episodes that were edited and recorded (laughs) that unfortunately were not uploaded um, when they were ready so we were able to kind of string people along over the course of however long it was I don't know true true you're right um (laughs) <laughs> you are right uh well we're back um like the dinosaurs like the dinosaurs <laughs> uh what's her name crunk kunk who the girl we were just talking about on the netflix show oh kunk uh cunt kunk c-u-n-t that's cunt it's not cunt <laughs> I, I said i meant to say k <laughs> Kunk. I meant to say K. I Kunt wanted it to be kind. You wanted it to be kind. Um, <laughs> she's funny. Oh man, absolutely. The that was just the greatest dry humor that I've seen in a very long time. You gotta appreciate um, that. Yes. Well, I want to say welcome, uh, welcome back to our listeners. Welcome to any new listeners if you're out there. Um we our siblings uh ashley just had her 32nd Second birthday. birthday um i'm 33 uh age isn't usually important well i guess it kind of is because we're watching shows from our childhood and it yeah. matters when we were born but i was mentioning it just because you you just had your birthday so i was thinking about it um but yeah we get together we're siblings we watch old cartoons and we talk about them we talk shit we talk about our lives um and i uh Ashley and I both deal with mental health stuff and uh, some of that happened in the last, like between the last episode and this episode, which is also why they weren't uploaded on time. But uh, the main thing I think, well, not main, cause that's a pretty main one. The <laughs> other thing is that I specifically uh, have been doing uh, the most. Uh, so August, I think if we recorded in August, or July, it makes sense that that was the last time because that's when I ended up going on the job market for academic jobs. Um, I just wrote a whole dissertation. I was working a 30 hour week job as well. It was ridiculous. I was doing too much. I was in a relationship. It was it was too much. Um, not like the relationship itself, but doing all of those things at once. Like it, when I look back at it, I'm like, why did I think that I could record a podcast every two weeks <laughs> while writing, not only in a PhD program, but specifically in the year when I'm writing my dissertation, you know, and also going on the job market? I think I just underestimated how much bandwidth uh, I would not have uh, or overestimated my bandwidth. Um, but we're back. We're back. Yeah, it happened. Um I'm happy that you've finally gotten to a point where you're not doing 
eight billion things at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even for somebody that doesn't have any mental illness, having a lot of things to be responsible for at one time, it's just not healthy mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, so I'm really happy that you've that you you took a huge step back, but then also forward because you're finished your um uh the the draft of your dissertation right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's huge that's that's a big big huge accomplishment and i'm really proud of you for <laughs> to, for doing that because i can't imagine thank you yeah yeah i had all my job materials done by august except for my writing samples because i hadn't written a, a dissertation chapter and so i think i ended up writing it maybe by October or September, um, one chapter. And so then from then until January, I had only had that one chapter, um, which it's, it's still a lot of work, but dissertations can be anywhere from three chapters on. Um, so I went from having one chapter in January uh, to ended up being six, I think. Um, introductory chapter, but like that's not just like lit review. It also included some some actual like archival historical work. Chapter two continues that work and then makes like a theoretical argument. Chapter three looks at quantitative data. Chapter four looks at interview data. Chapter five looks at ethnography. And then chapter six is a shorter conclusion chapter. But yeah, like 200 something pages. I went from like 30 something to like 200 something pages in two months, basically. Um, That's a lot. Yeah, but in the only way I was able to do it is because I took a step back from everything. I was just going through my camera roll and there's a screenshot from one of our texts, actually. And it was like, I just saw the bottom of it and it was, I had said something and you're like, please tell me that you're going to reduce your hours of work. And I wrote like, dot, 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 yes. <laughs> sometimes I take screenshots on purpose. Sometimes I'm like on my phone and it's easy to do it on accident. I don't know why I had that screenshot, but it just was funny because you know, we had conversations multiple times about like me scaling back. And I was like, I think I should, but I wouldn't. And I was like, I think I should, but I wouldn't. And <laughs> I did. I did in January. And and like you said, I took a lot. I feel I feel a lot better. Took a, a many, many steps forward. Um, so it's good. But yeah, that's uh that's what I've been up to. Um, we're gonna talk about Dexter's laboratory, but before we do that. Um, what have you been up to, Ashley? You want to tell the listeners? Um, well, I'm back in school again. Uh, after my burr, 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 Jamaican air horn nine burr, month burr, burr, burr. journey of getting a new psychiatrist and a new therapist, because uh, my old doctors just randomly they didn't accept my insurance anymore. So I was kind of SL. So. Uh, uh, I got a really good psychiatrist. He's made a lot of changes to my medications that I think are extremely uh, beneficial. And um, I am back in school. Uh, I'm only taking two classes. I got calculus and I got physics. And I got to tell you, um, that little break, year-long hiatus from school, really, 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 really messed me up. There's a lot of things that I do not remember at all or it takes me a while to remember 
and they're kind of important concepts for these classes. So uh, it has been extremely difficult for me. However, uh, I am happy to be back in school. And I am happy to actually be, um, whatchamacallit, um, finally making progress instead of just standing still. So, so that's, that's, that's it for me. I mean, that's a lot. It's been a lot of work for you. It's been a lot of work. And the beginning of the semester was very difficult, um, <laughs> very difficult for you. But I'm really proud of you for, for making it because as we talked about, going back to school is hard in general, but then having been in school like you were and then taking and then the pandemic, right? And then you were in school again and then you had to take time off and now you're back in it. It's a lot. It's a lot. And you're also dealing with annoying classmates uh and sometimes not great professors or you know instructors you know let me say that not always great instructors um particularly with stem there's a lot of people who they know the stuff really well and they're not able to like teach it very well and they underestimate um how much what is the word i'm looking for um how difficult it is to graph the material yeah, like they they don't have the beginner's mind anymore, you know, um, yeah. often because they're so in into it. So the things that are really basic for, for them are not basic at all when you're just getting back into the material. And one thing you mentioned to me, too, is that for some of these people, they're only a few years outside of high school. So they remember this stuff from high school. We graduated in 2007 and 2009. So yeah. like that was a long time ago. We don't that that <laughs> stuff in it. Almost any of that stuff. I don't. It's gone. That's it's gone. I'm trying to think of what's the Pythagorean theorem. Oh, I have to use it all the time, so I know. <laughs> A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, usually they do A A squared. Um, actually, no, that is how they usually write it: is C squared is equal to. It's okay. it's a pretty basic uh kind of concept that that just comes up in equations all the time at least for calculus anyway um well trigonometry really honestly it's trigonometry and then uh when you apply trig functions to stuff in calculus like in integrals and uh derivatives and stuff like that that's when you have to use pythagorean identities and that's mm. what trips me up because it's like like you know, I was talking uh, to Anthony before this, and I was, I was timing myself on how long it took for me to set up. Oopsies. Forgot to turn the phone off. Uh, how long it took me to set up an equation. And it took me about 20 minutes to set up this one equation. And I didn't touch my calculator at all. Mm -mm. At all. I wasn't doing any real computational things. I was just basically writing things out uh, and evaluating things based off of identities and all this other stuff and these basic they call them common integrals that you just have to memorize L luckily my professor uh gives us a uh, formula sheet which is extremely helpful um however you know you have to know they exist if you're looking at an equation and you're like how do i integrate this and you're looking at an equation that is a common integral you have the answer to it then you can get it. But if you don't realize that it's a common integral, you're, you're going to be staring at it like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I like math. I think it's cool. I think it's enjoyable. I'm just not good at math. So um, 
I feel like I would just scream Y equals MX plus B and I would throw a book and then run out. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I feel like I would do in that situation. I did take stats my first year in grad school, but stats is a different type of math and trig and calculus. And it's, it's just different. They're all, I like, I like math as well, but it's also really, really frustrating for me. I'm not particularly good at it, it feels like, but I do like it to an extent. Yeah, it's definitely not something that comes, it's, it's funny to me because anytime I tell somebody that I'm a computer science major, they just automatically have this assumption that you are a wizard with numbers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, actually, I'm really bad <laughs> at doing anything in my head. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me to, because it, it'll t- I, I have to write it down. Mm-hmm. I have to. I have to visualize it. I can't just mentally think, uh, you know, of the equation and, and evaluate it in my head without having to actually. I have to do this. I have to do all the steps. Yeah. I have to do all the steps. I can't skip a step. Otherwise, I get confused. If the professor is doing a lecture and um, they're like, oh, okay, this equals that. I'm the first one to raise my hand and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Where did that come from? <laughs> yes. Yes. But um... let's talk about somebody who probably is really good at math. You see what I did there? I was actually going to give us a transition. Uh, speaking of numbers, because <laughs> ah. I, I pulled up some numbers. Um, let's talk about somebody who's really good at math. Uh, good good segue, Ashley. Um, we're going to be talking about Dexter of Dexter's Laboratory fame. Mm-hmm. Um, not Serial Killer Dexter. That's a different show. No, um, not that one. Uh, which I never watched. I feel like you watched a little bit of it. I watched like half of it. And then it started getting weird. Like weirder. I understand that they're not his sister and him aren't actual blood relatives, but it's still weird that like Oh, were they dating? Not like dating, but they kind of had like this weird like tension kind of thing, which I always thought was kind of strange. I don't know. The show I interesting you know, sometimes I'll just be watching a show that people are like, "Yeah, Yeah, this is great, this is great, and I'll get well into it and then something will happen that i don't like and i'll Mm -hmm. just stop yeah yeah i've i've done that myself so i feel you um dexter i don't remember ever stopping i think we just kept going i don't remember there well we were kids too but um but i don't remember there being any this dexter sorry dexter's lab (laughs) oh no i was obsessed with dexter's lab yeah i don't remember as a kid i was i was obsessed I was obsessed with Cartoon Network in general. And uh, Dexter's Lab was definitely one of my favorite uh, shows that would come on. Um, It was definitely uh, uh, like I was immediately remembered everything that was happening because I had seen it so many times. So, yeah, used to rewatch shows so much, so, Mm -hmm. so much. I'm realizing I don't remember the name. Well, so I'll start here and then I'll let you I'll let you jump in because I okay. know you'll you'll be able to help me out 
So I uh, went to IMDb, um, and while there's many different descriptions, I chose the one-sentence description, which I think fits very well. Uh, it's the misadventures of a boy genius and his annoying sister. Um, so it was a 7.9 out of 10 with 50,000 ratings on IMDb, got an 87% average audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and it premiered uh, actually next week, but 1996. So it premiered March 24th, 1996, and it ran until 2003, had four seasons, 79 episodes. Now, um, I'm going to give us a little bit of IMDb trivia, which I haven't fact-checked, but I thought was interesting before we get into like the episode. Um, so it was Jendi Tar, uh, Tartakovsky. Yeah. Jendi Tartakovsky. He did um, a lot of stuff for Cartoon Network. Yes. And he was born in 1970 in Moscow, uh, the USSR. Uh, he got to Chicago when he was seven. He went to Cal Arts. Um, and then the basis for Dexter's Lab was one of the things he produced. It was his thesis. Um, and Dee Dee is actually based on his brother, Alex. So it's interesting that his brother was in his life, the annoying one. And then he made it a girl in the show. Uh, he also did, like you said, Ash Samurai Jack, and he collabed on Powerpuff Girls and all of this. He also did um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, which is another one of my favorite, favorite, favorite cartoons. I enjoyed that. Um, and then it also, so it says that his accent originated from Jindy's uh, roommate, Rob Renzetti, who left voicemails for Tartakovsky and a comedic French accent. Traces of Russian and German accents were added as well. Um, someone I looked, like I did a quick search and on Reddit, someone linked to a New York Times article, which was behind a paywall. So I was like, fuck this shit. Um, but uh, that article, I guess, said that he confirmed it was like a Russian accent. Um, okay. So that was interesting. But uh, a lot of people were saying it's an affectation, I think is the word, which is like you're putting it on, you know, because I remember thinking, I was like, why did Dexter, no one else had this accent. His mom is very like Midwest, yeah. like Dexter. Uh, and then like his sister is just like, you know, I don't know, standard American, if you will, you know, North American, USEN. Like she just sounds like she could be from anywhere, you know, potentially yeah. California, wherever, you know. Um, so I was like, where did he get this accent from? But I was like, oh, it makes sense because he did idolize like Einstein and other people. So he may have put that on himself, but also, you know, I don't know, maybe Jindy being from the USR, U USSR wanted to throw in a little, a little flavor. Um, plus it is a little French. It's a little French. Um, it doesn't sound French at first. You think Russian or German, but there's a little French in there, I think. I think um, it's adorable. It's cute. I just was like, because it's just this little. It's because because Dexter, he's like in grade school. <laughs> yes, and he's very short. <laughs> he has his red hair, these thick glasses, and a little lab coat, and he out here with his like accent. <laughs> the rest of his family has, which yeah. I could see. Like you know, like you have, you know, you got with families. Somebody has an imagine imaginary friend. Somebody does a little accent. Someone does a little role play. You know, like kids kids are kids right uh -huh. um but so the other thing that i learned and you may have known this ashley um they said that the, and i quote the series popularity and critical acclaim helped launch the careers of several animators such as craig mccracken yep. from powerpuff girls fosters seth mcfarlane i didn't know this oh i didn't Family know that guy american dad butch hartman uh, oh and sorry 
comma Butch Hartman from the Fairly Odd Parents, mm-hmm. um, and Rob Renzetti from the Powerpuff Girls, uh, and my life as a teenage robot. But the other I, thing about I that, that show, it was it didn't it wasn't on for very long, but I liked it. My life as a teenage robot. Yeah, yeah, it was. Cute. It was kind of a weird one, but yeah. Yeah. Now this also said um, that the first car- it was the first Cartoon Network original series produced by Cartoon Network Studios, and it was meant to rival Nickelodeon Animation Studios. So at the time, they had had Rugrats, 1991, Ren and Stimpy, 1991, Rocco's Modern Life, 1994, or excuse me, 1993. Um, and then after this, they had a bunch of other stuff. Another one you liked, Ashley, Johnny Bravo in 1997, Powerpuff Girls, 1998, Ed, Ed and Eddie, 1999. Um, and so they defined that as like Cartoon Network golden age in the late 1990s but this was like their first original series like they had had this like kind of showcase but this was the first original like this launched cartoon network in some ways actually funny aside um so back in those those days uh uh every friday they would have new episodes of the cartoons that they had right and it was cartoon cartoon fridays and it was on at the same time as the Nickelodeon's thing, which I don't remember what it was called, but Nickelodeon ha- also had a similar thing. But uh, I remember this one time, I don't know why, that they had this sweet stakes where you can get a trip to Bora Bora. Mm. I don't even know what that is. I was a kid. I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> and I entered the sweet stage and you're supposed to uh, be at home, get a call and say Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. And then you would get it. It was live on air. You would get the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get it, even though I did win. I didn't get it because we weren't at home. <sighs> I don't remember you what won? we were doing. I swear to God, I remember winning. And all I had to do was just say Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. We but we were out for some reason. <laughs> did that break your little heart? I didn't know what Bora Bora was. But <laughs> I, I mean, but, but, winning, but winning and like not getting it. Were you really sad? I mean, it stuck with me, so I must have felt some type of way about it. Um, I don't think I'm making that up. I could have sworn that like that happened. I believe you. Um, I I believe you. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's funny. Like I just I remember thinking to myself, because because you know it was back then when you had a landline, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you had to wait for them to call you, and it would be live. Like you can watch it on the TV, and you can hear other kids say "Cartoon Cartoon Fridays," and it's like yay. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. Wow. Um, that's sad. But I also I still don't to this day know where Bora Bora is. So, you know, <laughs> that's that's fun. Um, my last two fun facts about this is that uh, it still had the traditional sound effects that were used in previous Hanna-Barbera shows, such as Yo Yogi. Um Hey, boo-boo, and Two Stupid Dogs. Uh, Uh, Yes. So, and this was like, yeah, the first two series were, seasons were produced by Hanna-Barbera. And then after that, because it closed, Cartoon Network Studios took over. But the the second thing, so Christine Cavanaugh, who has passed, but she, this is the second time, this is also from IMDb, their little trivia section. It was the second time that Kristen Cavanaugh voices a main character who has red hair, with the first being Chucky Finster from Rugrats. so I thought that was really interesting. Oh, that... she's she, she. When did she die? Uh, I saw she? on I saw on Reddit. She's not that old. I think she's probably in. She was in her fifties or sixties. Oh, I no. saw on Reddit. It was in the twenty tens. I want to say 
2014, maybe 2018, like not, 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 not that long ago. I think a decade or less ago. Yeah. Okay. That's not um, it is, but I don't, I mean, I don't know how she passed and of what and all that, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think she was very old um, from the photo I saw at least, but I didn't look up her like, you know, right. date of birth and everything. But um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. It's really interesting looking up these things, you know, like I do like a cursory search. It's not a long one, but it's cool to know that like Dexter's lab was like one of the first to usher in a wave of like cartoons on Cartoon Network, right? Obviously there's already Nickelodeon, but um, what was the show? Kablam. Um, I don't remember when Kablam came out, but I'm just thinking about like the different types of animation that were so popular at the time. And then like what kind of became the the standard, right? And so like in many ways, Dexter's Lab and the ones that came after it, like set a certain standard for what the animation style would be like, what the format would be like, you know? Um, and, and of modern, right? Because there have been cartoons for a long time, but of like cartoons in color in the 90s and on. So yeah, that's all I got. Um, and then what I was saying earlier is I didn't remember it was season one, episode nine, seven. Huh? Oh, uh, nine, I think. Um, yeah. And I don't remember. That's what the, we watched. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, well, it's it's got a um, one moment, please. Holding. Oh, I found it. The big cheese. Well, one is the big cheese. One is dollhouse drama. I don't know what the actual episode name is. Yeah, no, that's that's what it is because it's two different. Okay. And it's actually, it's it's the doll one, and then it's a a, a Justice Friends episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then there's the one that we that we wanted, which is almost do famash. Yes. Or actually, the cheese. I think is what it's called. But yeah. Um. So I'm glad you looked that up. I'm just gonna go ahead and put this down. So, yes. yeah. Um, I picked the show. Ashley picked the episode. I had a feeling she was either going to pick Omelette du Fromage, The Big Cheese, or um, uh, NRFB, Never Removed from Box. Um, I, th- I had a feeling it was going to be one of those two. Um, and it was it was Omelette du Fromage. fromage. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I guess, man, so it's a long. Uh, I guess you talk about the intro. Yeah, we'll talk about the intro. Um, not my fine ass neighbor jogging with his dog. Hey neighbor. <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah, well if we before we talk about the intro, I think do we do an episode summary or do we do that after the intro? I guess we should do an episode summary. Um that's your terrain. That's all you girl. Okay, so I assume we watched it in the same order. Yeah, no, because they 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 set up the shorts mm-hmm. in the, in a certain mm-hmm. order. So the first one was the dollhouse one. Um, Dexter uh, suspects that Dee Dee is pl- plotting against him, mm-hmm. so he shrinks himself and then goes into her room, and then ends up being a doll. Mm-hmm. She plays with them like a doll, um, and then uh the other thing was the justice friends mm-hmm. uh and it's funny because they said the the intro and i just in my head i was just thinking i know this thing <laughs> um <laughs> uh anyway 
So it's the it's the Justice Friends. It's basically the Hulk and Superman and uh uh what's his name? Thor? Yeah, but Val Val It's Valhalla. So yeah. it's it's the incredible what was it? Incredible Encourageable Crunk, Major Glory, and uh Valhalla. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they were living in an apartment for some reason. But in this particular episode, um, they're fighting the other, um, the evil guys. And uh, Krunk sees this um, she-thing. And they're both like incredible Hulk. It's like she-Hulk and Hulk. Mm-hmm. And they fall in love with each other. And it's really cute. And um, uh, she ends up being taken to jail because they're evil. And they're like, oh, we'll write, and you know, even though I can't read, it's 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 funny. Um, so that was that one, and so then the one that we were actually wanted to watch was the uh, the big cheese. Uh, Dexter has a French exam the next day. He puts off studying for it, and then he decides, okay, I'm going to use this device that's going to, um, basically. Uh, put this knowledge of this how to speaks uh french thing into his head while he's sleeping and the thing skips so it kept saying omelette du favash omelette du favash over and over again so he wakes up and he can't say anything other than omelette du fromage but at first everything goes okay like he stops bullies the girls are all over him he has world peace happen all this crazy stuff happens that are all good he has an album and then he goes back and he tries to go to his lab and the password for his lab is Star Wars. But all he can say is omelette du fromage. And uh, his, uh, his, you know, we'll save that. We'll save that for when we talk <laughs> about the episode. <laughs> yes. Great job. Um, yes, yes. That was, that. they followed the three it's interesting because usually as we the shows we watch it's two episodes within like the 22 23 minutes um but with this one it's three um two main episodes and then one like third middle segment which can be the justice friends but it's also something else right the monkey. Also, yeah the monkey yeah um we didn't see in this episode but dexter owns a pet monkey um in well, his it's, lab. A, it's a it's a lab monkey but he experimented on uh, and Dexter thought that it doesn't, he didn't do anything, but at night or when Dexter is away, he turns into super monkey and he's mm-hmm. a superhero and he saves people and stuff. And he has a whole character. He, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on with him. He has like a, like this girl that he's like super cool with and mm. like, yeah, no, it's a thing. It's a thing. I wonder if that inspired, like that was the kernel for Mojo Jojo. They're like super monkey, but evil. Oh, totally. I could, I could see that. You know, I didn't, yeah. I, I forgot about super monkey. I remember Mojo Jojo, but I forgot about super monkey. Um, which, what was that game called? Super monkey ball? Yeah. Um, Love that game. It's hard. That game is hard. That game is hard, but it was fun. Yeah. That was it a was... launch title too for the GameCube. Mm. That and Luigi's Mansion. Shout out to Luigi. It's a good game. I never beat it, it as a kid, but it was a good game. I don't care when no I don't care when nobody says Luigi's Mansion is a good game. I liked Luigi's Mansion. I also liked the GameCube a lot. The GameCube um, was great. 
game you know that's what's sad uh i think the gamecube is 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 what killed the dreamcast because i remember them coming around uh, coming out around the same time yeah um poor dreamcast sonic adventure man sonic adventure is just is good it was like my favorite game as a kid sonic adventure one and sonic adventure two at one time in your life, Spyro was one of your favorite games, too. Yeah, it was. I used to play a lot of Spyro. I was not good at that game at all, either. It was cute, though. Yeah, it's it's cute. Um, I saw a speedrun of it recently. And uh, it was bringing back memories. And then it was also, like, mind-boggling the way that they were doing these crazy tricks. I love speedruns for, for video games, computer games. You know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this the other day, the things that we remember from our childhoods and you have a really good, I think I have a good memory, but you have a really, really, really good like memory and recall specifically for things from childhood, specifically like entertainment, media, video games, movies. Um, But I was thinking there was one time, I don't know if you remember this, we were driving one time somewhere. And I think it was like, it felt like a long drive. Um, And you had like race cars, like like Hot Wheels and some other stuff. You had like a few toys with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we were sitting in the back and I don't think Tommy was with us in the back. He must've either been in the front or he was just, I don't know. He wasn't, it was like, it, I remember it being you and me and you were like, you like gave me a haircut. And I remember it being really nice. I was oh. like, oh, this, is, this feels yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Like I used to you, do that all the time. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, huh. I was like, that's probably when I started liking scalp massages. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it- I would do that to Tommy too. I, I would always, you, you, you would sit in the chair yeah, and I say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to cut your hair. And, um, and I remember it's so silly, uh, uh, but I used to call them hot rocks. Oh, yes. Rocks on you. Yes. Yeah. And well, the thing is, you know, like there's different, you know, we play together in different or marbles. Ways, right? I should say marbles, not rocks. <laughs> yes. Yes. But we play together in different ways. And and sometimes it's like, oh, well, this game is, is fun or this game I'm playing for my sibling. Right. Like I'm playing it because Ashley likes it. But I remember you do that and it felt like a little treat. I was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> it, was, it was like a little spa treatment. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah that's funny yeah I, I definitely vividly remember doing that all the time yeah wow okay yeah I wasn't sure if you remember but yeah I, I was just, very creative with my toys very I, very creative. I would use my toys for the strangest things that they were definitely not for <laughs> but very cool like that's that's what I you know I've I've recognized I've said this to you before you're very imaginative and I don't find myself to be very imaginative even though I am creative you know like I'm creative mm. and I'm clever but I'm not like you you would have you know you have Ashley used to have this like big thing of Legos that now you know our, our younger brother it belongs to him um but like this big old tub of legos and you could see that and you'd create a whole world from it you know what i mean like different characters different structures all this thing and i'd look at it and i same with like clay and i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna make <laughs> like, you know like i just like it's like i need some some guidance i need some prompt i need i don't always need instructions but i need a little bit of you know and occasionally it'll be like oh i have this one idea and i'll do this right but like you could see these different things and be like i'm gonna make this and it, and it would be like 
like I told you, you could have, it makes sense that you're doing computer science now because you could have been an engineer, like absolutely, you know? Um, I don't know how exciting it would have been for you, but like your brain works in that way. Um, and it was really, it was really cool as, as, as we were kids seeing you do it um, and seeing you get back into some of it now as adults, you know? Yeah. Um, remind me after the episode to show you the thing I got. Um, I got a uh, Winnie the Pooh mm. uh, Lego set for my birthday uh, <laughs> sorry i'm laughing because do you remember on abbott when he got yeah he got the Lego- <laughs> she was like what the fuck would i want a lego a lego bouquet for like <laughs> no but i love i love how she got the bag and she's like oh thank you and looks inside the bag for the gift and girl that size i think i have that same size that's like 150 dollars. like it's not it's an affordable bag for like a designer bag but yeah. it's a it's not a cheap bag and then and then at the end of the episode she's like i like your bag she's like thanks it's a teflon <laughs> not a telfar a teflon <laughs> oh man i didn't even know what it was until i had till i saw that episode so yeah it's like a black queer brand that kind of um that got really big over the last like i don't know five years um so so big that like beyonce shouted it out before and so then sales went up before but it was kind of like a um it was kind of like not a lot of people knew about it you know what i mean but on the website it says like it's like telfar for all um but it's been like mostly a black queer you know black women even if they're not queer thing um and so it's interesting because now you'll see like non-black people and specifically white people with it and on the one hand i'm like get away from that telfar <laughs> but on the other hand it's like oh i'm glad you're buying black you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> like this is not for you it's not for you, even though it's literally, it says for everyone, you know? Um, it feels very fugu. It feels very for us, by us, but... Yeah, um, that's immediately what I was thinking of when you were explaining it to me. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, and it comes in a bunch of different colors, but she she really opened up the bag, Ashley, like, what's in it? <laughs> like, like, I, I mean, think she was like, oh, you forgot the present. <laughs> oh, she said, oh, it's so shiny. I thought something was in it. <laughs> oh my god anyway um that lego set oh man her face (laughs) when she saw that i'm excited to see the the winnie the pooh lego set it looks cool from the photo you sent me yeah um but yeah um oh that's what i was gonna say so so yeah what i I guess going back to me not being very good at math, so not being able to uh, have that familiarity with, with, you know, computations and stuff like that. However, when it comes to computer science, you're finding, I mean, they literally say it in every textbook, you're finding a creative solution to a problem. Mm. Uh, So it's not just like, you know, um, how do I you're not just trying to solve a yes or no question you know yeah. it's it's something that you actually have to kind of think about of what's a better way so this would actually work uh in a more efficient way right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so i think yeah i guess with that aspect of um i guess my imagination is helpful but what i think what i was going to say is um 
uh, and I think I've mentioned it before on the show, but a lot of my characters, my Lego characters, mm-hmm. most of them really, were based off of what I watched on TV. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I, when we did the Gargoyles episode, I mentioned that I had the Gargoyle gang. Mm-hmm. But one of the Gargoyles was Mr. Perfect. And I based him off of Major Glory. Oh, wow. <laughs> because he has, uh, I don't know why, where I got these these decals, but they, they had like the American flag and stuff on it. Yeah. So I made this, this gargoyle thing and it had, you know, the American flag and the stars and stripes on it. And I was like, yeah, this is Mr. Perfect. <laughs> That's wild because that just shows you how much like, like Captain America was basically like war propaganda <laughs> like it was like you know like it came out around i think the first world war you know and it was basically like let's let's build up patriotism right like american exceptionalism so it's a trip that like they're parodying that on parodying that on dexter's lab you see that right and then you make a character that's like patriotic right with the flag and you call him mr perfect right and he Not, was and, a dick and so it's fitting it's he very was fitting. a dick i made him the most irritating character i could possibly make him but that's such a trip like it really <laughs> the indoctrination starts really really young yeah but, it does but luckily in your case you were like no but mr perfect's gonna be a dick <laughs> just like america oh well just like the united states of america specifically i don't oh I'm south america on a uh, conk on earth she had this joke <laughs> that was like um George Washington became the first president of the United States, the most prestigious uh, title until 2016. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, Pump up the jam. Pump it up. I Like, who? Sorry, this is just the... If you haven't seen the kunk show on netflix and every episode there's like a little cut and it'll cut to like and she's like just like pump up the jam <laughs> the she literally will say jesus appeared two thousand years to the completely unrelated single pump up the jam <laughs> and it'll just start playing <laughs> i don't know why who who came up with that but it, it's a long gag because they do it in every episode and they play it for like it feels like 20 or 30 years. seconds yeah like a good yeah Definitely. Maybe it's at a least minute. thirty. I think it's thirty seconds to a minute. Honestly, maybe yeah, it's a long time. Um, <laughs> it's 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 not bizarre. It's just it's very strange, but it's great. But anyways, um, yeah. Shall we talk about the intro? We should talk about the intro. Um, let's talk about the husband. <laughs> let's talk about the husband. <laughs> you beast! You beast! Beast! How dare beast. you! <laughs> Oh my god, the Real Housewives! <laughs> uh, I'm so glad I like don't even have to watch it to get the memes. You know, like I don't actually have to watch a whole episode. I just get the good, the really good juicy parts. Like yeah, somebody, somebody does that for us. It's so good. Um, so I only had two notes. Um, okay. One we already talked about. I wrote a note. This is the second note I wrote, which was to look up the creator's background because I looked at his name and I was like, that sounds like a very Russian name. Um, so I was just curious and I did look it up and he was born in the USSR. Uh, but the first is that Didi is literally what a typical American girl is supposed to be. She is white. She is skinny. She's tall. She's a ballerina. She's girly. She's blonde. She has blue eyes and she's into pink. 
Um, you know, and later you also see she likes to play with dolls and all this, right? So I was like, this is so interesting. Like that is that is the and she's she's annoying in the show. So it's not like they're like necessarily pumping that up as like this is what you need to be, but it just was interesting that she just was like the everyday American girl, right? Like all these, all these things. Um it, it just it, with her little pigtails and everything um just thought it was interesting but those are the two things i had about the opening i really liked it i just um i like the music which actually thinking about it now i'm like oh i feel like they're different they're definitely different but i can hear in dexter's lab the bones that potentially inspired a little bit of um fairly odd parents different songs but like i there's a way that the instrumentation can like i know you're probably like they don't sound at all like because well, they not, don't it's not that they don't sound alike they're different genres I, I think, of music yeah it's just they're different genres of music but i think they are in the same just trying to visualize it not visualize it like here in my head mm-hmm. I, I can see how they're yeah the starting the first note i think is the same first note as in fairly odd parents yeah, and the I big difference so. is it's hard to hear because Fairly Odd Parents is all lyrics, right? And Dexter's Lab has, if I recall, is no lyrics, right? The it's intro, just in- yeah. The intro, yeah, yeah. The, the outro, not- the outro is, is operatic, and um, I immediately remembered it when I heard it. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I just was like, I was like, oh, this is so interesting um, uh, about the the you know the perfect American blonde white girl. Um, but yeah, I just thought about it. I, that wasn't a note I had, but I just thought about it as I was talking about it. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I was like, oh yeah, these intros are really good at capturing the essence of the show. You know, the ones we've watched, they capture like, they introduce the characters, they introduce like, what is the basic plot line? What kind of drama are you going to be dealing with? You know, um, what is the the tone of it? Like it captures, what is the animation style? It captures a lot. Yeah, uh, the one note that I did write, um was I thought it was hilarious is her uh Dee Dee's pupil mm-hmm. goes outside of her retina <laughs> outside of the uh of her her eyeball it's like literally like hangs like when when she goes to uh Dexter's room and she rolls her eyes her oh, eye yes. literally rolls outside of <laughs> of, of of the the radius of her eye <laughs> yes yes you're right yeah um, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, that's what I love about animation is they get to do such fun things like that, you know? That's why you can't make a live action animation. You can't do it. You just should yeah. not do that. It doesn't work. Did I'm you ever see you, this? Dragon Ball Z. Huh? <laughs> Did you ever see the Sonic movie? I liked it. I didn't watch it. That's what I was asking. I liked it. Um, but it was more because uh, uh, what's his name? Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey, Dr. Robotnik. He did a really good Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, he's fun. Um, Such he, a good physical comedian. Yeah, yeah. He's just, it was, it was, basically it was mostly that. I mean, it's kind of like, I think what they have to do when it comes to adapting something to like that to a film, they just have to take the characters and then just change it. Just do mm-hmm. something else with it. Because yeah. otherwise it just doesn't come off right um do you remember the first uh one of some of the first images that got released of sonic though he well, had like, I wasn't... weird teeth it was yeah. strange it was yeah. like it, they it like redid them because everybody was like freaking out about it 
Yeah. Because it, it looked like uncanny valley, like just like weird. Yeah. Whew. But yes, you're right. That's why animation, there's just certain things like there are the one note I have later is that I love, I love, and this had, as I mentioned, the Hanna-Barbera sounds in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it used some of the same sounds, like the Foley artist sounds. Um, and what I love is the blinks. I love a like blink, blink. Like, yep. <laughs> and you know who did do that? Hottie. Hottie from Flavor of Love. Yes, and I was going to say that. Her her expression plus the editors, because I think they literally put the blink, blink, like on, in it. But even if they didn't, even if they the sound, even if they didn't mix that in, literally the way she looks when she would blink like it was it was blink blink she put that whole ass chicken in the (laughs) microwave if you have never seen flavor of love (laughs) she he for for some reason he has a uh a task uh what do you call it a competition he likes a he likes a woman that could cook yeah and they were supposed to cook a whole chicken and she took the chicken, grabbed some carrots and some celery and just shoved it into the pocket, threw it into the microwave, and set it and forget it. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, reality TV when it was bad, but not super bad. Yeah, it it didn't feel as exploitative then, and like it wasn't as rot like W R O U G H T. Like it wasn't as you know, like it was it was funner, it was lighter. Yeah, it was, it, it's yeah. I mean, like next, it wasn't overproduced. You know, next, oh my god, or, next um, was the Room best. Raiders was funny too. Uh, <laughs> Nate was funny also because sometimes you could tell that the the people they hired to help that person be made were like oh this girl doesn't know what the fuck she does <laughs> god uh, yeah. those, that was a golden age of um bad trashy reality television yes. like it like it's literally like they would they really would just take a camera and just shove it in certain situations and that's the show yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's no there's no uh you know plot lines or this mm-hmm. that and the other it's like no th- this is bad girls club they they gonna fight <laughs> you put a bunch of bad bitches in a club or in a house together or, wait was they're... it bad girls house or bad i thought no, it was no, club no, was no, it, no, club? it is no 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 i'm just saying oh okay, just saying, okay yeah because they're in a house <laughs> yeah you're right so you put a bunch of bad bitches in a house they're someone's gonna fight yeah someone's gonna fight Somebody. which is actually jocelyn jocelyn's cabaret it harkens back to that um, that golden age, like because, yeah. like you know, like when she's the girl was. This was so horrible. The girl was crying and talking about her dad, and then the kid she had to get rid of. And it was either one kid or two kids, or it was like the dad, the baby daddy, and the kid. And then the girl, awful. well, yes, but then she was crying. She was like, "Yeah, this just happened, and now I'm on the show, and I'm just, you know." And Ashley, I think you've seen the meme, but maybe you haven't. In the back, this girl, basically her intrusive thought one, like the intrusive thought that shouldn't have come out, that could have just been in her head. She released it. She said, damn, double homicide. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't remember the details. I don't remember if it was two kids, like it was twins that she like, you know, had aborted or if it was like, I, but it was, but literally she's talking about it. And like, I think she had just finished talking and then she, the girl in the back says, damn, double homicide. And then the girl says, bitch, like, but she's like kind of still yeah, crying. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Jocelyn's Cabaret gives you, you know, they try to produce some of it, but some of, some of it, you just, you just get the right personalities, right? Um, in, in the room together. That's all you need. You don't need to, you don't need to give too much, but they, they literally have like, you know, writers and, you know, direct, well, I mean, you still need a director, but they just have so much now where I'm just like, this is, you know, and, and not to say there's still entertainment value in it, but having grown up on that, that, that new, new, yeah, that was a different thing. Yeah. I mean, there will never be a, a another, I love New York. Oh no. Like no, Tiffany Pollard is one of a kind. Can't re- recreate that. You can't. You cannot recreate her dragon pumpkin. After <laughs> <laughs> she spit on her, because <laughs> you can see that was real. That, that was, was real, real because you can see in her face, like oh. God, I'm the about terror. to snatched. The yeah. ter- because she didn't, she, that, that's the thing is some people think they could get away with stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and like that, like ha- have a slick mouth. And I, I have had a slick mouth in my own life. So I, you know, like they think that they could do stuff like that because they haven't been checked. And she got checked. You know what I mean? You're not going to spit on me. You're yeah. not going to, you're not going to spit on not. me. Absolutely not. And, 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 you know, it's not like you just spit on me and it was just us two. Like there were, it was, there was witnesses and it's on TV. So now you're also coming for my, my like pride, you know what I mean? And like sense of honor. And like, and if you grew up in a violent household and or a violent neighborhood, right. You're, it's like, you're not going to fuck with me. You're not going to punk me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah that was real that this i could see it in my head yeah, I, I know right like i could i could animate i could draw the storyboard of the frames of her face <laughs> because like her shoulders go up shoulders and she like tries up. to run but oh she like God. went into the camera though she was running into the camera <laughs> it was bad it was bad like like the cameraman was gonna save her <laughs> god um, um but we okay. digress we digress. Shall we get into dollhouse drama? Uh, certainly, certainly. Wow. Uh, do you do you want to kick it off? You want me to? Um, I think it makes more sense for you to, and then I can kind of retort. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um. So one note I had, uh, the first was like the accent. Why does he have it? But she doesn't. But we already talked about this, you know, um, and it, I wasn't mad at the accent. I just was like, this this is so strange. Um, and then I wrote that it was so much it's so much more clear as an adult that Dexter is voiced by a woman, because as a kid, I never thought about it. Like, I don't I, I don't remember thinking, oh, like children are voiced by women, you know, most of the time um, they are. Think, yeah, right? yeah yeah because because then you don't have to worry about the actor getting older and all this like timmy turner is voiced by a woman like most most of them i think finn finn um finn and steven universe um they both i think were voiced by boys but like oh. in but but most cases it's it's girls or women often women um yeah so that was like one of the first things i was like oh wow interesting 
Um, and then uh, I wrote Siri and Alexa before Siri and Alexa because he's driving around in his car. He's like, computer, tell me this. Because this is 1996. We didn't have we didn't have cell phones really outside of like at that point we had like the bulky 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 ones i think um but that was still mostly the pager era so yeah we definitely didn't have like alexas and apple homes and stuff so for him to be driving his car and be like computer tell me this and not only was it the computer telling him it but it was also a woman's voice right so it was, yeah dexter you have to go here you know and i was like wow this is he was he was ahead of the game. Uh, I hate to bring it to you though, but they took that from Star Trek. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and the next generation, um, the computer is also voiced by a woman. And um, uh, there, there's a lot of uh, really nerdy references in Dexter that, as an adult, and you going back and watching it, I can yeah. actually recognize. Uh, but there's Star- a lot of Star Trek and Star Wars and. All Star Trek that. came out in the 80s. Is that right? Huh? Oh, the next generation? Uh, yeah. Don't quote me. It, it, it definitely... If, if they weren't... Hmm. I think it did, though. Yeah, I mean, it was in the I, 90s, I'm... I'm pretty sure. It's like in the 90s, I think. Either way, I was like, that's cool. And but yeah, I didn't, I mean, I didn't she, know that about he, Star Trek, but that makes sense. He has Siri, and Siri got an attitude. Oh, yeah. Later, she does. She I do. mean, well, throughout the series, she has attitude. Yeah. But he programmed her, and he got attitude. So, like, like Siri, like programmer, you know? Um, what I was going to say is uh, I didn't do a lot of reading as a kid. I did a lot of watching cartoons as a kid. So I would actually learn new words by watching cartoons because mm. Ed and Nettie had double D and he would use a lot of big words. So I would learn words that he said. And then mm-hmm. Dexter, in this one, he says, he says it like three times. Optimum efficiency. Yes, yes. <laughs> he because says it like three times. He's cruising in his car and he's the computer's like, he's like, give me a status report. And the computer's like, we're operating at optimum efficiency. And he's like, that's weird. Like, that's, he's like, he says, he says, do a scan for DD like life forms. <laughs> DD like life forms. And what I really liked about this opening sequence, um, not opening, but opening sequence within the Dollhouse Drama episode was that his glasses are, again, animation, his glasses operate like eyes right so like his frames are eyebrows are eyebrows his, yeah. his yeah and they move with him and their eyeballs as well so that was really really cool um i really appreciated that because it's like it just it's so expressive um because the eye the glasses are such a part of him but also the eyebrows the whole facial expression so if he could only if he could only emote with his mouth, right? And you mm-hmm. didn't really see it with his eyebrows as much. It's also easier for them to be able to do it with the frames than with eyebrows, like to animate those. That's a lot of, it's like same reason they give you like four fingers instead of like five on their hands. Cause it's more to animate in each frame. It makes yeah. sense to Animation like, is crazy. Girl. Animation is nuts. For real. I for remember real. Uh, we had a DVD box set of Ed, Ed, Nettie. And it had an extra on there, bonus thing. <laughs> and it was like, uh, how do we make an episode? 
Mm. And it was like, oh, here's the storyboard, and then here's the writing, and then here's that, and here's that. And then there was literally a point where it says, send to Korea. Yep. So they could do the animating. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm not surprised. Animation is, it's so impressive. I've always been so impressed by it. When I was younger, I wanted, I think I've mentioned it on the show before, I wanted to get like cells. You could get like a cell that was like painted um, on like, I guess maybe it's called a cell because it was on cellophane, huh. but I'm not sure, but it was cell like C-E-L, but okay. like, it was like a clear sheet and they would like paint on it, you know, and um, for like backgrounds and other stuff. And obviously for foreground, they did it a lot with like the original Disney movies and stuff. Um, I was oh, like, I see. Yeah. Um, um, actually, I think there's, there's a whole video of um, Disney using the exact same animation for different movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> i don't blame them I, I, should, I should send it to you later but it's like literally like they'll show it side by side yeah and you know it's the the boy in the jungle book you know walking down to the river and it's yeah. bambi or something walking down to the river at the same <laughs> time <laughs> that's, that's inaccurate cool. obviously but but yeah stuff yeah, like yeah. that um I mean, because it's a lot to animate and they were beautifully animated. So like, shit, mm-hmm. we already did it. <laughs> Just run it back. Reuse the, ass- reuse the assets. That's how they do it in video games too. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, so then the only, my notes then start up again when uh, we get to Dee Dee's room. I don't have any more in the lab. Uh, yeah, let's move on. To, uh, let's move on to her room um so she's not in, her in room. the room right oh, yeah oh, yeah we're, we're talking about her in the room okay yeah I her you. in the room yeah um so i wrote she docked him out why he gotta be ugly because <laughs> like she was like yeah. and you're dexter and you're this and you're ugly but that is siblings um that's that's how siblings are yeah um and yeah i uh actually thinking back you it's funny you had a dollhouse um but you were it was a you were dream never, house Here's the thing. A dream house. Here's the thing. This thing was a giant dollhouse. Mm-hmm. It had an electric elevator. You would hit a button, mm-hmm. and the elevator would go up to the second level. I remember. Level. I remember. It was the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah, because you weren't really into dolls. You I were hated into dolls. like yeah, you were into action figures and all yeah, the stuff I, that was. I was scared to death of dolls, and I You're hated scared? Barbies. Yeah, dolls like not like Barbie dolls, but like, like the ones with like doll. the big eyes. Yes, I was I was scared of those. I didn't like those. I didn't like those. Um, and then uh, Barbies, I just hated. I just didn't like Barbies. And it's funny because it wasn't like, um, like I had this like legit hatred of Barbies. I had all the Barbie stuff. Mm-hmm. I had the, the the cool Jeep that she had. I had the dream mm-hmm. house. I had mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff like that, but never actual Barbies. For some reason, I just hated them. And I honestly, I'm not even sure why. Because, um, mm. I mean, I love my action figures. I love the yeah. shit out of my action figures. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah. Um, what I also thought was funny is uh, Dee Dee is playing with derbies. Derbies. Not Barbies, Derpies. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's trademark. You can't do that. I was gonna say Mattel would come for that ass, mm-hmm. you know? They would come for that ass. Um, 
wait hold on before why were you scared of dolls like you thought they'd kill you or they came to life or like yeah i mean chucky freaks me out same um yeah i just didn't like their eyes are too big and they're always staring in the same spot i don't like it Mm. it's 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 creepy to me is creepy to me um I don't know. I felt. I thought. I always thought that was kind of. A, I thought there's other people that also don't really like dolls like that. Either. Oh yeah, that's a very common thing. I just yeah. didn't. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember us ever talking about it. So I just was curious, like what oh. the source of it was. When I was a little little kid, mm-hmm. I had. It was a doll, but it was a baby. But it was. They called it a real baby. The eyes like fluttered or something. I think the eyes fluttered, but the main thing was is you put hot water in this baby. So you actually have like a doll that's a baby, but it feels warm and you would have to take care of it. Like you have to, you know, uh, use the stupid uh, um, bottle for the milk and stuff like that. And you would have to pat it, stuff like that. And I had that and I think I did take care of it for a little bit. And then I got bored and that thing just was just deflated on the bottom of my toy chest. <laughs> it was a weird doll. I don't know why. I could have sworn. I think it was like a real baby doll. Some real. So interesting. Yeah. Because that was uh, the deal. Like, uh, it was, you, you put water in it. I could have sworn. Cause, I believe you. Because I think it leaked. That sounds about right, too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a very common thing. I just was curious. Um. I, the only time I remember you having dolls were when mom bought a felt board, a red, she bought slash made a red felt board. And then she got you like the cutout dolls that you could like put on outfits with. Yeah. I used to play with those too, but yeah. that wasn't like, like, but a it wasn't, real, like yeah, doll. it wasn't doll dolls. You never yeah. had doll dolls. Um, yeah. Never, never doll dolls. The only doll I can remember is that baby thing. But you did have Polly Pocket and I fucked with that. I really thought Polly Pocket was cute. She wasn't a I doll. I had the stuff for the toys. Yeah. yeah, like the but like they were miniatures. There's something about like the them being. No, miniatures. no, you're talking about kitchen litter, kitchen littles. Oh, I had kitchen know. littles. I that you had was pockets. Well, I think I probably had Polly Pocket too, but I I I fucked with the 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 kitchen littles because it was like little tiny, like it was a little tiny spatula with a little tiny uh saucepan and uh mm. you know you would flip the little tiny oh pancakes. yes yes so you did have kitchen littles and that was cute but i think you also had like Holly pocket m- it sounds familiar i just don't remember it was oh it's a british toy line um yeah yeah if you look it up like it was like and they'd open it was oh this is so interesting oh it's yeah like i remember pocket those mirror now. yeah i, I remember those that. now yeah i did have and those. those were hella cool to me because they were tiny i've always liked miniatures they're tiny, tiny and they like have little worlds in them i was like oh this this shit is cool yeah wow. i remember those now i because they, they had a they had a, um a line for boys that was mm. different it wasn't mm. like like girly stuff you know it was like um you can't see me, but I did air quotes. Yeah. But yeah. they had different uh, lines for different um, for boys and girls back then. And I remember I had both of them because that mm. was me. <laughs> um, yes. Um, I I wanted for nothing as a child. I had so many toys. I had so many toys. You had a lot of toys. 
you had a lot more than you could play with. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Our childhood was very, we, we, we didn't want for anything. Did we always have the money to get those things? No. <laughs> Were most of the things purchased on credit? Yes. Yes. Uh, should we not have gotten most of those things? Yes. <laughs> Did we as kids even always ask for those things? No. <laughs> Sometimes we'd be like, actually, I don't want anything. And we'd still get a bunch. Um, <laughs> but it's always so interesting. To, to It's a weird thing because it's like, yeah, we grew up with a lot of stuff. Uh, but we also did not grow up with like money like that you know we we didn't we didn't i just we just had really good christmas and birthdays yes as as far as presents goes yes um always made off like a bandit yes shoot i made i feel like i made off like a bandit this year i got money from you i got Mm -hmm. money from dad i got money from um from everybody else too and i got a lego set like that is good <laughs> no that's that's a good birthday honestly i mean because as adults you get like uh you get one to like three gifts from like your significant other if you have one um otherwise it's like a dinner you know like you go to dinner right or or it's like you get a few dollars or you get a card or it, you know you don't as adults it's you don't get a lot um, you need to buy socks i gotta you remember need... to buy socks yeah. Oh. yeah i only have like four sorry five pairs of socks right now so I was going to say how, but you're lying. I got room rid is... of, I got well, but... rid of a lot of socks because I wore them down. <laughs> yeah. But your laundry room is also literally right next to you. So well, yeah, no, I don't lose socks. That's not the issue. I, I just got rid of, a, I got rid of old socks. I had holes in them and then never replaced them. Oh no. I wasn't talking so... about losing them. I'm like, cause you know, I'll wait like three weeks before I do laundry. So that means oh, I, I have, to have like yeah. 21 pairs of socks. Right. <laughs> so, so I was like, you have five pairs, like, God damn. But you could do laundry every week and you're going to be okay. Um, what I thought was really funny is I've been listening to this uh, this podcast. Uh, it's called The Turning. Um, they did a season on Mother Teresa. And then this mm-hmm. season they're doing it on um, basically ballet. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly the American ballet. Ballet theater. theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and it's really fascinating all the stories that all these different women have going through um, working at that company or um, not working at the company because they didn't get picked. Yep. But anyway, uh, they always talk about point shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, point shoes? What's a point shoe? And then I finally realized what a point shoe is. And Dee Dee is perpetually, always wearing point shoes. And she's well- on her <laughs> tippy toes yes to be fair she could be in regular just ballet flats sometimes but but i do think she's always on her tippy toes so she is on point all the time and also in later in the episode when you see the mom she's on point basically but in heels like yeah her 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 (laughs) he she's it's a perfect bevel um it's actually very interesting because did you have they talked about what's in a point shoe ashley Oh, actually, they didn't discuss that, no. It's a block of wood at the bottom of the point shoe. Like, that's the way you can stand up and be on point, right? So mm-hmm. you could walk around on point and you don't have to be on point. It just kind of, like, flaps around. But to be on point, to, like, actually go up in releve, like, 
you that's a it's i mean it's a softer but it's a block of wood and that's your toe balances on the block like, of wood okay the block of wood and so like that's why you know they they say ballerinas have fucked up feet <laughs> like because it, it, because one they're athletes but two because like if you're on point like you're balancing on wood and you're doing that for like a long time um so, yeah apparently yeah. It was that company that that was kind of the expectation Yep. Uh, and you also have to be a certain size. Like that's what I was saying. Even you have, to have even... long arms. Yep. Your skin can be the only be the color no darker than the uh color of an apple when you bite into it. Oh god. Um yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's a lot. Uh I'll have to uh, send it to you later, but it's a very good series. There's um, a cuz I don't know nothing about um you know, um ballet, ballet. so did I tell you so we'll get back to the episode in a second but I have to tell you this I was at a conference in Chicago and I gave a presentation and and um it's the Association of Black Sociologists great great organization um and I gave a presentation and then afterwards you know we went to this like house party and we were dancing at the house party but on the way we took like a bus to get to the house party because she lives far and there are a lot of us right um and this there's this professor <laughs> who used to be a ballet dancer, right? And I I took ballet like for a few years because I was training to be an actor. And then I like also was training to be a dancer and, and like a dance teacher saw something in me. So I like ended up taking ballet at one point, like at the community college, but also with like a really great, um, the Lisa Clark dancers like in her studio. But I ended up taking ballet with like these like 12 year olds, right? Because like I was like 18, 19 and I didn't know ballet. So like I was at that level, I was honestly below a level of like a 12 year old, but like that's, you know, that's where I was. Yeah. Um, but so at some point I'd said something about ballet came up on 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 the bus and I was talking about like the porta bra, which is how you like hold your arms and all this. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I did ballet for a little bit, but I'm horrible. And, and she chimes in. She was like, she was like, yeah, she's like, you know, I can say a lot about you, you know, a, a lot of good things, but you are not, you, you didn't, you are, you do not do ballet. You are not a ballerina. <laughs> like unprompted. Like, unprompted. Oh my God. And she was like, she was, you know, she, she had been drinking, but it was like, so it was accurate. Right. Because like, I mean, I, I have, I mean, I have pretty good posture, but like, dancers can see dancers and I'm not particularly uh I can do other things but I'm not a, a, a good I'm, I'm not good at ballet you know like I don't, I don't know have... that seemed like a lot of moment to me a what a lot of yeah like somebody really <laughs> just made sure you knew <laughs> I was just referencing to Ashley this TikTok that I love it's this girl I follow I forget her name uh oh I think it's barbecue sauce on my titties um <laughs> bbq sauce on my t-i-d-d-i-e-s i believe um and she she's a, a albino black girl or a black girl with albinism and she someone people in the comments will be like girl you look like lotto and she's like she's like she came on in her tiktok she's like you know no no shade to lotto that girl is real pretty but don't don't call me lotto don't call me don't say i look like lotto because i had a dream and she came up in the dream and she was like bitch you don't look like wait bitch is big lotto you don't look nothing like me get the fuck on you know what i mean um and, and then as she says it um folks with albinism can sometimes have uh uh issues with with their eyeline and eyesight and all this and so as she said and i think she did it on purpose because she's like very funny and so as she says it, she like gasps right because she was like so hurt by the dream she takes her hands to her mouth and gasps and then her eyes go outside <laughs> like they go, both go to the outside so the opposite of cross eye 
and that shit cracks me up. I think about it all the time because she just is so funny. But yeah, it was a lot of moment because it was like, bitch, you ain't no fucking ballerina, bitch. Like, it was, it, and it was so, it was so rude, but accurate. She, I mean, she was right, but it was just like, damn, like she was, and it was, it was like a backhanded compliment. Like, yeah, like, you know, like she could be like, oh, you have good research. You're, you're smart. You're cute, whatever. But ballerina, no, <laughs> stay away from ballet. No, stay you away. are not Didi. No, you are not. <laughs> That, that is so wrapped me that up. is so rude. I you know what you better than me because I, I would I would get off the bus somewhere and go home <laughs> and go cry to my doggy cold cookie crying. Oh. She said I'm not a ballerina. Oh my god. Yeah. She and her delivery, like I didn't get it right, but her delivery was so funny. It was like it, it just was it I it just was honestly like I it's like I give you your props. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> What's that jewelry on your hand? I give you your props. <laughs> but, but 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 she said fake jewelry on your. She, she walked back on it though. Oh, true, true, yeah. fake jewelry, fake yeah. jewelry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I think when she said I give you your props, it was was it for the jewelry or was it, it was for, for the, the jewelry? It yeah. was okay, but then later it was fake. Well, because 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 he said that's not a real Louis. Real Louis don't shred, don't shred like, that. like that at the at the end. And then when she, then when he said that, she was like, "Oh, what's that jewelry on your finger?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was that was a mess. Not that this was a one. Mess. That was not this one. Not this one. <laughs> don't slap me. I'm not, not in, the, in mood. the mood. Don't don't slap me, because I'm not. In the mood. <laughs> Climax meeting in the ladies' room. Mm-hmm. Um, and the what we were just referencing before that is is our namesake. That's where we got the old and dusty uh young and prude from. Is that still um, on the interwebs? I think if it, it's not, I should post it because I have the video on my computer. I don't know if it is, but you have it. Maybe you should post it. Um yeah. Anyway, it is it's comedy gold. I love it. Wow. Okay. Um, what a what a detour. So <laughs> anyway, she dogged him out. That was the last thing I had. And then um I did like that two things. <laughs> well, I'll say three things. I'll say four things. Okay. <laughs> I'll say four things and then I'll let you go. Um, so four things. One, I like that the the shrink ray was like the loss of size creates like a loss of rationality. And so like it's no, it's it, it said you lose on, touch with reality. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, and, so and it like, comes up multiple times during this episode. <laughs> yeah, so he he loses he loses touch as he's like mini. Uh, the second thing is that he literally shrunk himself instead of just knocking. He could have just knocked him and like, girl, what you doing? <laughs> but instead, he shrunk himself um, to to figure out her plan because he still ended up confronting her. He was like, "What are you doing? You know, what are you planning, Dee Dee?" And then uh, the computer, like, it literally says. Uh, uh, you know, using the trick machine may cause you to lose um, lose touch, touch with, reality. with reality. It is yeah. highly recommended that you don't do this. Yes. And he's like, computer, start the thing. And I'm yes. like, oh, Dexter, no. I loved, uh, I loved the little Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, although I don't know when that came out, you know, if it was before or after. Time. But yeah, the then... 90s, right? 
Yes. My third one is that the role of, she said, he was like not trying to play. Like she was like, okay, you're one of my dolls now. And he was not trying to play. And she was like, the role of Dexter will be played by Dexter. <laughs> and that cracked me the fuck up. Oh, I was saying, same. <laughs> I loved it. The last one I have is that Darby is just the adult version of Edie because she also was blonde, you know, blue eyed, skinny, you know, and, and she wasn't on point, but she did have some heels on, if I recall. Um, but that also makes sense because Barbie, right? Like Barbie mm. is is all of those things, like the original Barbie, um, before they started making Negro Barbies and and other Barbies. Um, the one oh sorry, was that your four points? Those are my four. Those are my four. Okay. I have more, but I just wanted to start there. Um, the one thing that I also thought was funny is um there's also monkey merch. Cause mm. uh the super monkey has his own like line of like merch and stuff mm-hmm. so i th- always thought that was really cool because in dexter you know you have this aspect of the justice friends and then the monkey and then the other stuff that happens on and they all kind of converge together which is super cool um we love references i love references i do i also loved dd just being super aggressive mm-hmm. um and also, I just thought it was really funny, too, that because uh, I know we just touched on it, but he literally shrunk himself and looked in and was like, oh, wait, you're not plotting my death? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you're just playing with dolls? <laughs> that, oh. That's it? Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I guess I'll leave it to you because I think I know what you're going to talk about next. In this episode? Yeah. Um, well, so there's two things that I'm going to talk about. One, you may not have guessed because it's based on a meme that I don't know if you've seen. The other, you probably did guess. So at, at this point now, right, in the episode, uh, Dexter's getting cheated on. Darby is his wife. He's getting cheated on by first Ben, his best friend, and then later his, like, evil twin, right, um, yep. who looks nothing like him, but because he's losing... Touch, touch with, with reality, reality. <laughs> the 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 robot who looks like danger will robinson all of a sudden that robot is now looks like a clone of, of dexter right um but the the ghost right at one point dexter's driving and then the ghost is like oh and i forget what she says right but she's she you is have playing to forgive her yes so Didi has a clown playing the ghost which i love because right creativity like and you know imagination i I love seeing it and how people do that um and seeing it visualized right because my brain doesn't always sometimes i'm like girl that's a clown (laughs) like i'm supposed to believe that's a dead girl (laughs) you know so it's cool to see it visualized because my brain's very like that is that is a new (laughs) meme girl that's a clown Um, but the ghost is played by a clown and it reminded me there's this Chucky meme and you may remember the episode, but it became a meme because a lot of girls would use it. Um, <laughs> girls and gays would use it. <laughs> and it'd be like when you're dating someone for five, five months or five years. And then you realize, and Chucky goes, it's a clown. The whole time it was a clown. He's <laughs> a clown. So that's what I thought about because this ghost, right, was playing the 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 ghost of the 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 lady, and it was a clown. So I thought it's a clown. So that was my first thing. Um. Oh wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. I don't remember I, what episode exactly that was. I, I think don't he was remember a, either. I think he was afraid of a clown. And it was like there the, isn't, there's the a, beanbaggy, or not beanbag, it was like a punching bag, a weighted punching bag clown. Oh. I think it might be that episode, but maybe okay. I'm confusing real life with, I don't know. Yeah, the only clown episode I remember is when, uh... wow, why do I not remember his name? Pickles? Tommy. Uh, his dad made these toy robo clowns and they end up fighting them because they come to life and start trying to attack them mm. <laughs> at the <laughs> that was a scary episode <laughs> oh regrets um, uh, so that was my first thing the second okay. thing you, you might have guessed which um, she says Dexter has broken his brother into pieces and <laughs> I don't know if we told the episode the story on the podcast before, but all I could think about is uh what was his name who tried to get the taxes from me? Bill. Bill. Because I Bill. was super not creative. <laughs> no, actually, it's very creative that Bill is the tax collector. Um, I enjoy it. But um at that age, at that age. But yeah, uh Ashley had built this whole city and a whole Lego verse, you know, universe. And I had my character and I had built, I think, a house, and she wanted to seize my property because I hadn't paid my taxes. Yeah, I was being a jerk. And uh I destroyed myself <laughs> yeah unfortunately me and anthony did not get along very well as children's uh um, so, yeah i had like a character and i think i had created the character if i recall yeah, right no yeah. i i was i was being i was the aggressor there was no reason for me to take your house <laughs> yeah she was i was like, just i just decided to be um daddy government I'm yeah just gonna take your stuff and i was like you're not gonna take it because i'm gonna take my life <laughs> I like destroyed my toy. I mean, we we're kids, right? But like, I destroyed my toy. Like, I like, I think I, you banged I, it on the ground. You grabbed it, you banged it on the ground until it fell apart, and then you walked away and you were pissed. <laughs> that sounds about right. And I don't think you ever played Legos with me ever again after that. Right? That also, so. that also sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a, I, I had and have anger issues. Uh, I've gotten, I have, a, they're a lot better now. They're a lot, I mean, we all do. Yeah, like, we definitely all do. I, it's, I, I, yeah. It's not a, it's not cute. It's not fun, but you know, therapy and journaling and. Yeah. I haven't um, cussed out my classmate yet. So we're doing good. I yes. Think. Yes. So, um, you know. I think also uh, for, I, I want to write a memoir and I, I don't know if this will be the first chapter, but one chapter is definitely going to open up. I think I may have told you this, Ashley. It's going to open up with, it, where the fuck is Bill? Um, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a story from our lives. Um, so definitely that. But, you know, Funny, I will not say. Not very stealthy at all. Oh, we didn't. I, wa- I walked in screaming. We were mad. We were mad. <laughs> we were pissed. Yeah. We were pissed. And we were like 17 and 18 or 17 and 16, you know? Yeah, we I think young. that was it, yeah. We were young. Um, so... Yeah, but that made me think, so um, I've been playing Octopath uh, Traveler 2, this game on the Switch, which is a lot like Final They made Fantasy a second Tactics. one? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, I've been playing it. I'm like 50 hours in. I got to download the soundtrack for that, because that's all I care about. Girl, the soundtrack is good. <laughs> the first was great, of course. It was so it's, like, It was beautiful, is what it was. Um, yeah, I, I still study to it. Well, not study. I still, I was writing, when I was writing my dissertation, and I like wanted some noise instead of just silence. I usually like silence, but if I wanted some noise, 
you know, I've told you before, I can't do lyrics. I need instrumental. And so like I played, I would play it. There's certain songs I couldn't play because I was like, this is too hype or too sad. So I'd skip them. But like, it's such a good soundtrack. JRPGs, they have the best soundtracks. I don't care. They really do. They really do. But I was thinking about it because I was playing it and I was saving and, you know, you save quick, like save, 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 overwrite. And girl, I had, you know, Tommy, our brother, our older brother, he's three years older than me. So four and a half, five years older than Ashley. He has not always been the kindest. He's definitely been a dick. But what I will say is I'm surprised he didn't wring my neck or do something else when I had saved over his record more than once. Because like I would go fast and I don't I don't know why. Like I wasn't on purpose. I just would like instead of taking the time to be like, is this the slot that because you know on <laughs> you well, know because we, on... we were playing the same game. It was not yeah. like today where you have your own switch, right? Yes. And you're yes. saving up your own stuff. And yes. there's no profiles back then. Yeah. And if I recall, there are usually only three save spots anyways per memory card. And so it's not like you can like now I can go, I could be like, oh, Ashley is on one. I'm going to scroll up or scroll all the way to the bottom and go to nine. Right. And every time I play, I'm going to save on nine. It's like there's only three. It's really easy to actually overwrite. But I did that. I don't know how many times more than once. I know you did it with Final Fantasy seven, but he, he beat it, though. So I don't think maybe that's why. Yeah. I don't think you would like trip about. I told you about that time I did it, right? I don't remember. I actually, I saved over my record. So we were playing Grand Theft Auto 4. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 3. Uh-huh. And um, and I should not have been. I was like 12. None of us should have. I should not playing. have been playing that game. But anyway. Especially uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially because you were the youngest. Not especially for any other reason. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so, so you. Uh, there's a thing where you can collect all the vehicles in the game right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um this is before internet was like super super big i had a secret for how to get the ice cream truck because it was a pain in the ass to find Mm. uh you just had to wait in a certain spot and it would spawn and then you could take it yeah um so tommy wanted me to help him with that and uh i took the ice cream truck i put it into the garage and then it asked you hey do you want to save and i immediately just went to my save yeah, because that was just my norm. Yep, and I freaked out and I turned it off. <laughs> <gasps> I think you did tell me about this. Yeah, and I remember you when I turned it, it right? off. Uh, yeah, it corrupted my record, but Tommy yep. was worried it would corrupt his record. Uh... So he looked at me slowly, turned and looked at me slowly, and said, "That better not corrupt my record." And I remember I was waiting for the PS2 to start back up and just seeing if if, if, if his record was going to be fucked up or not, because I thought I was going to get hit. <laughs> That's the difference between us and Tommy. Me and Ashley have a more um, explosive rage when it comes out, you know, and it's it's not that common now as adults, but as children and adolescents, it was pretty, pretty present, right? Um but Tommy's is like a quiet one. <laughs> Tommy's is more like he's not really gonna yell. I mean, he has, but he's not really a yeller. It's 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 that I could see how terrifying that would be for him to like slowly say that to you. You know? Yeah. When when he get really upset, there'd be this one vein in his neck. Oh my god, that shit would start pop out. Pop out. And that's when I knew he was pissed. <laughs> god. <laughs> nothing happened though my record got corrupted and i had to start all the way from the beginning it was awful i was pissed Mm. 
So I know Grand Theft Auto 3 very, very well because I had to play through it twice, basically. Ciao. Uh, but uh, I wrote down <laughs> mm-hmm. Derby getting it on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she cheated on Dexter several times. Yeah. I went, I went, I went, Darby went from Ben to the evil twin brother. Like, girl, she's like, oh, I thought it was you. I thought it was you. Darby, she she was getting around. She was getting around. around. And you know what? That's, that's, that's your business. More power to you, Darby. However, you're with Dexter. He was being played by Dexter. And like the Williams children and family has anger issues. Because <laughs> uh, that, so, that man fought. He was like, not cheating. Unhand my wife, you rat. You know, yeah, and like yeah. he was fighting. He, he took Ben's hand, like one of his arms off and threw it on the ground. Yeah. Like, Dexter. He, but Dexter he, does have anger issues in the show. He does. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He has a very short temper. Yeah. Uh, and he has a, a very low patience. Very, very low pay. Not just for Didi, but also just for things going wrong. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I think I don't remember uh, disliking Dexter uh, as a kid, but I don't remember like really liking Dexter. The character. The character. I don't think I remember as a kid like being like, yay, Dexter. I don't think I no. ever was like that. Um, no. You like the loved, show. I loved the show. Yeah. Um, Didi is funny. Like, she'd get on his nerves, but Didi's funny as fuck. Oh, yeah. She's great. Uh, But I guess just in the interest of moving on along, he destroys uh, the evil Dexter. Mm -hmm. And then he returns back to normal size and destroys uh, her dollhouse. On accident, though. Because as he returns back to regular size, he naturally is going to destroy it. And Dee Dee says the thing that I always thought was the greatest thing in the world. I'm telling mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. What got me, though, is that they she goes and gets mom and then mm-hmm. she's telling mom and they open the door and Dexter, normal size, now has like Darby hooked up like like she's at a, a hospital and on life support. Life support, yeah. And he's like, you're going to be fine, my baby. <laughs> And, and it's like a dark room. Like the room is completely changed. And then they both just like back out slowly. They just close the door. The, the mom and Didi just back out slowly and close. They're like, let's give him his time. Um, but what did, and for the my last note for this episode is like, why are the moms on TV from the Midwest? You know, it felt like it, cause like, I feel like Rugrats was one and other ones were one. Cause she's like, Dexter. Um, you know, they, they have like that, like Wisconsin kind of sound. And there are a lot of cartoons like that. And I feel like TV shows where it was also like that. I was like, what, what is this? This is so interesting. Um, cause I remember being like, where are they from? Like, I I was like, why do they talk like that? And it was like often the moms, it wasn't, sometimes it might've been the dads, but I remember specifically the moms having like a very, I'm like, are you trying to make them sound more annoying or is that just like you're from the Midwest and so you're used to that or, you know? I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess that maybe that's just the default. Yeah. Um, but that's all I had for, for that before we get to the Justice Friends. Yeah, that's all I had. Oh, wait, hold on. Um. I also wrote uh, 
that I love that um, the mom is constantly, perpetually ready to clean something. Oh my god! She's always has her uh, her rubber, yellow rubber gloves on. She has an apron, and um, and it's funny because I saw that and I had that thought, and I was like, oh, that's a bad statement about you know women. But then I remembered there's a whole ass episode for her Mother's Day mm-hmm. where. <laughs> everybody tries to just clean for her and they're like yeah sit down we're gonna cook uh, breakfast for you and she starts freaking out because uh uh i mean i didn't know what it was as a kid but she's terrified of germs mm. so that's why she was always like cleaning stuff all the time it's, it's such mm. a great episode because everybody dexter's like yeah mom we're gonna help you with this <laughs> and she's like freaking out internally <laughs> um but yeah that was the last note i had on that uh that wonderful episode so moving on to the justice friends so the justice friends is is much shorter um it's a a small segment uh i think so yeah it's like thor captain america and hulk and it's like i wrote three crazy kooky friends just trying to get along in an apartment because like that was like the vibe that it had you know um excuse me <laughs> what killed me is that they had comrade red it just reminds me how yep. much like the red scare was like a real thing not not in the 90s but prior to that and that how that carried over and how russia is perpetually just like this evil communist nation you know and so like he the villain is which tracks again right with captain america and all these other things right yeah um because a lot of there's a lot of good writing too on like how certain people you know during certain times looking at the media like what does the alien for example represent in something right well immigrants right or black people or whatever else like there's a lot of good writing about like what is it responding to so seeing captain or comrade red have like folk russian music you know like i don't know if you heard the music but yeah yeah, no they played it like this like old country music it just was i was like wow that's (laughs) yeah, they, they they played <laughs> and he up. had the hammer and sickle and everything yep. you know which as <laughs> kids of course we weren't going to understand um so i i did enjoy that little uh hamminess um i was like who's the living bullet supposed to be because they're saying the fastest man so i guess he's supposed to be like the flash yeah the flash but like like hulk and prunk made sense to me i was like the Flash is just a man who wears a suit and he's fast. So why is this man in, in a bullet costume? You know what I mean? Because he's fast as a bullet. I, girl, I guess. And he even talks about his bullet children. He does. But couldn't he just <laughs> couldn't he just be in like a gold suit? I don't know. It just was interesting because the other analogs made sense. You know, yeah. like Thor and Van Halen. Uh, you know, like as Valhalla and Van Halen and Thor, like that made sense. You know, but I just was like interesting okay um i also really like the laugh tracks that were featured in the justice friends yeah it was just basically um honestly the my favorite one of those is when there's a bee in the house and they they uh i forgot but some other animator parodied that the bee thing but um or was it a fly i'm sorry i think it was a fly and there's, you know, they're in this apartment and there's superheroes and they're just destroying the how the apartment, all their stuff, just trying to get rid of this. Fly. And it's a bunch of, you know, the laugh tracks and stuff like that, because it's just so ridiculous. And 
Um, that's what they did here. Uh, I, I guess basically in the summary I was saying is they're essentially fighting this. I forgot what they call them. Uh, the the evil guys. Yeah, I don't remember what they call them. Either. I wish I wrote it down. But anyway, so they're fighting Comrade uh, Red She Thing, mm-hmm. and uh... I don't remember it? the other one. I all I remember is Comrade Red and She Thing. Yeah, so they're, there they're... there may have been a third. Yeah, uh, so they're fighting these. They're 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 clashing in the streets, and um. It's funny because it almost seems like they're not really doing anything mm-hmm. <laughs> because it seems like uh, Val Allen gets destroyed by the same car over and over again by she mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was just like a really cute set. It just brought a lot of memories for me because uh, their their whole deal, their, their skits that they do are like, I always thought were really funny. Um, yeah. And I think I, I think I really like cartoons that do that, where it's not just the main, uh, you know, characters that they have, like Dexter and Dee. You also have these other sub characters that also are in the show that also do things. So, I mean, like Animaniacs did that. Mm-hmm. Um, Eat the cat did that. What um, the cat? Pretty sure it's called Eat the Cat. I don't know if I remember that, but I that makes sense uh yeah a lot of shows um do that and i think it's 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 cool because you know as a kid it's like watching another show um but you're watching the same show so yeah i thought uh i oh there's a couple quotes i wrote down uh i don't know if you had any more uh i have a few but okay you go first you for oh okay you keep the money. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh when Crunk uh sees uh she thing, mm-hmm. um he talks to Major Glory, he's like, Who is that? And Major Glory goes over to um Comrade Red and he's like, My uh hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Where did I write it down? Damn it. He said, my pseudo-intelligent bloodshot friend here wants to know who that is. Oh my god. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) His eyes aren't even bloodshot, so I don't know where that came from. (laughs) I do not know. I guess because he's like so big and they they always illustrate him as like his neck muscles popping out and stuff, so maybe his eyes are also supposed to be like bloodshot. I guess, yeah. But, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then called somebody a nosy nancy (laughs) oh yes yes i did like that one someone also said you subdue that large female and then she uh she threw him and i like that (laughs) yeah yeah i I wrote that one (laughs) i like that uh there's just a lot of gags like that also that uh wrote down about um she thing and this is what i wrote tiggle titties true true massive 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 breasts like um, like crunks pecs but instead of pecs they're boobs which made so little sense but yeah. you know it is what it is i also was like why is she in a little, little you know like a, a cat suit bathing suit kind of thing but then i was like you know what he is 
he is um and then she doesn't have shoes on but he also doesn't have shoes on he also is shirtless and he's also in like bathing suit trunks so this is one time where they actually match you know because mm-hmm. a lot of times the men are fully suited up and then the women are like you know cheeks out titties out all the things out you know which is not very conducive to fighting i must say <laughs> you know what i mean no i mean it, you don't have to have breast exposed flesh the but when you have a, a breastplate for a woman, you don't have to have titty plates. Yeah. You can just put a breastplate there. Yeah. But, you know, um, I did like that at one point, Crunk calls him Flagman. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think he does that a lot. In those things. Yes. And they also, they modeled, they modeled how to give affirmations to each other. Because <laughs> Krunk's like, I like when she thing does this. And then she thinks like, I like how you do this. But then it, I was like, it got toxic quick because she was like, always. Like, he was like, we'll be together. And she's like, always. always. So I was like, y'all just met. This is toxic. <laughs> um, and as you said, when they threw her in the the back of the fang thang, um, the the paddy wagon as they call it yeah um she was like will you write to me and he said i can't write and she said it's okay i can't read (laughs) i did like that Um, one one thing i was confused about though is i was like is this a dirty joke or just a joke i don't get because they were like oh let's let's you know she left and they're like oh you're sad and he was like yeah and then crunk right Mm -hmm. and then he said crunk suddenly have having a craving for sea bass and i was like oh no that wasn't a dirty joke what is that he he was saying um there's other fish in the sea he's like i don't like fish and he's like well you can always hang out with us and then he says i have a craving for fish okay i missed it because i thought it was like fishy that would be weird well, I thought it was like fishy, like pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's I craving. Still, I don't get why that's not, that irritates me. I know. It's. I remember I was in high school and somebody told me that joke of the blind guy saying, oh, hello, ladies at a fish market. And I remember looking at him for a solid like 30 seconds and be like, what? <laughs> and he's like, well, pussy smells like fish. And I was like, what? <laughs> How many pussies have you sniffed? <laughs> Do not smell like fucking fish. Oh, I hate that. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here, first, folks. Lesbian says, "Pussy does not smell like fish." No, it doesn't smell like fucking fish. Why would you want it to smell like fish? I don't know if they want it to. I think that's just the claim. You know. Uh, I mean, everybody smells different, but a general statement of, but that's not. Um, what I thought was funny is uh, watching this sequence and in the back of my mind just thinking of Homelander <laughs> Homelander? Homelander from uh, whatchamacallit uh, the boy oh you never seen it the boys oh oh yeah 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 That's yeah the you one. probably will not want to watch it because it's really violent um, yeah no I watched I think part of the first episode and then the sexual assault scene happened and that fucked with me a little bit and I was like I'm yeah, good yeah it's there, there's a lot of moments in there that I kind of just have to kind of get past yeah yeah because the rest but of it seems it, like it's 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 well made you know oh yeah no it's a definitely it's a good show but it's very it's a lot yeah it is a lot a lot a lot and for some reason for me it's the not a lot of the wrong thing for me at this point um the sexual assault thing real shitty um 
but for some reason within the last i don't know four years yeah any sexual violence i can't watch it makes me very very uncomfortable and i can't i have to stop watching it but violence is okay to a certain extent yeah in in the past violence had always been okay to an extent like I would probably even say I welcomed it in in television and, and film, but in the last like three four years, similar maybe maybe two three years or something, violence physical violence has been a lot. And then the last I don't know five ish years or something, sexual violence. I'm like, oh god, like I just a lot of the times I'm like, do we have to show this? You know, and it's like, yes, it happens, but does this make someone like at me as a survivor, this doesn't make me feel seen or feel better you know but like does this make somebody else feel like you know it's just like yes it happens but do we have to see it in graphic detail you know or it's not always even hearing about it there's episodes of ear hustle that i can't listen to yeah um yeah for that reason so but yeah i i i I get you um but homelander homelander's on you said he's he's basically uh, uh He's he, he's major glory, but he's oh. a psychopath and he's really fucked up. Oh, he's the one who does the sexual violence in the first episode, right? Uh, or no, that's no, somebody no, else. No, you're thinking of the fish guy. Um, that's the guy. The um, I forgot what his name is, Maybe but he's basically, um, he's basically. It was with the girl with like the flash. She's like, yeah, she, like fla- okay, yeah. Okay. She she gets there. And um, we don't have to talk about guy, it. I'm just upset that I can't remember his name. Yeah, he's it, one of the heroes. He's like uh, the the sea guy. He's like, why can I like Aquaman? Like Aquaman. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't Homelander. That was Aquaman. Homelander gotcha. is another really, really sadistic, effed up guy. Gotcha. Um, uh, so it was funny to me in my mind thinking of Homelander uh, while watching this like really funny uh Mm -hmm. you know just like cute scene that's going on yeah and (laughs) i i could just imagine it being an episode of the boys because there's a lot of situations where that where it's like oh this seems totally cool but it's not (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh uh, then uh after that uh they did a commercial oh i love this one for justice fruit pies yes and it was hilarious to me because i remember this vividly i remember i can quote it so many times and i think it's because cartoon Network actually played it uh in between other cartoons Mm. uh because i mean obviously yeah i've seen this episode a lot Yeah, yeah um however uh that commercial the justice fruit pies i remember exactly because it's really fast too like the talking is like really (laughs) super super quick but um because i mean that's that was part of me you know watching a lot of cartoons as a kid is um in this case it's a fake advertisement it's a cartoon but you watch a lot of the same ads Mm -hmm. so you can actually start quoting the ads that you watched as a kid it's true Frosted um, flakes they're more than good they're great and that's the thing you put anything in a song mm-hmm. and it gets we're built for, humans are built for that like it, a little jingle i mean like, i will never forget you know sunny d purple stuff mm. Mm. 
taste of the sun. Literally, is it Nissan? L- literally, do you do you Nissan of Elkro, Nissan of Elkro, Nissan of Elkro? Like literally, that's all it is. Like they they just like kind of say it sing songy. Um, or and- like uh, what you might call it, um, Empire. Which do you remember? Do it. Do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Empire today. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. It's, it's imprinted in our memories. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I like the Justice Fruit Pies because I was like, it has math, American exceptionalism, and product placement. Yep. And I was like, it just feels very, very right. Like, I mean, you know, it, like it literally is like what thirty seconds at most. Yeah. And it's, I mean, cause like Wheaties had like Olympic athletes, you know, and like one of the reasons we had like cheese and milk pushed is because they had like, they had too much, you know? And so they're like, Hey, American kids, you should be having more milk and, 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 and cheese, you know, it's like not necessarily because it's great for our health, but because you have a excess of it, you know, like, so thinking about those things and, and how, how these things work, you know, it was like, it just was very funny. Um, cause it's literally like a math wizard. So it's like, like make let's make it edu- forever. <laughs> yeah. Let's make it educational. And also let's make it law and order. Cause they had like, I think they like locked him up too. Didn't they? Yep. Like, yeah, it just was, I, I enjoyed it. It was a cute little, I forgot about it watching it. I was like, Oh, I do remember this. I'm, um, I'm almost positive that Cartoon Network played it in other place. Cause I remembered it so clearly. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, like, legit, I started saying it out loud <laughs> because I remembered it. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Um, okay. Shall uh, we get so, into so, the to big the cheese? Actual, to the cheese? Shall um, we get to the cheese? Yes, yeah, so an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes in. Um, <laughs> oh. Um, He's having back problems, Marshmallow. Yeah, last time I felt his spine, them little crick- it cracks. cracks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes he'll just all of a sudden get up and whine. Mm. And uh, I don't know why he wants to be in my lap because I don't know exactly what it is, but if he moves a certain way, I know it's going to hurt. So yeah. I don't see why he wants to be here if he knows. But comfort. I guess. Yeah. Um, so, omelette fromage. Fromage. Um, okay, let's go from the beginning. Uh, this I boy said has... pink house? Question mark. I liked it. It was cute. Yeah, I wasn't expecting a pink house. Yeah, I don't know what big. I was expecting, but I mean, it was it was a pink house. They have a big, big pink house. Um, the boy has more books than me. I said. Yeah, because <laughs> that's a lot of books. It's it's a, literally a wall of books. And I read a lot as a kid, even like not just as an adult, but that is a lot of books. Um, and I mean, he wasn't reading Goosebumps. No. Or uh, what was I? The Hank, Hank the dog. I used to. Oh love my those. god! I used to love that. Um, and then or I Animorphs. also listened to Animorphs mm-hmm. and anything Starcraft. All mm-hmm. the extended stuff, mm-hmm. I read it. Star Wars, all the extended stuff, I read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ender's Game, all those, all sci-fi shit. That's all I. 
Actually, and Tom was in the Tom Clancy books. Yeah, he always had those. I never read them. Me neither. Um, but yeah, Dexter, uh, wall of books that opens up to his lab to his laboratory. The password was Star Wars, which <laughs> so was... so insecure. Like like. <laughs> That is not secure at all. No, that is not a secure. That is not that is not two factor authentication. <laughs> that is the password password of an elementary student. That is what yes. that is. Yes. Um, and then uh, when we get to his schedule, um, uh, did you have anything before that? Not before the list. No. Okay, so they have the list, right? He's like, tell me the schedule for the day. It says study French test, break DNA code, mm-hmm. podiatrist sterilization, yep. rodent aerobic trials, aquatic nutrification, and solve energy crisis. Um, <laughs> and I was like, nigga, what? And then I was like, oh, because podiatrist sterilization was clipping his toenails. Um, rodent aerobic trials was like the hamster on the hamster wheel. Yeah. Uh, That's it. <laughs> aquatic uh, nutrification was feeding the fish. Well, let's go back to the clipping of the nails. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't like he had some. Oh yeah, covers. no, no, no. He had a giant clamp thing. Like I mean, like the size of Dexter, and you know, Dexter is just a little short kid. Mm-hmm. but that's how big these nail clippers are. They're giant. There's like these jaws of life type thing, and it's like randomly cutting his 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 uh, toenails <laughs> and he has a face shield on yes like he's like <laughs> welding like he had like a welding mask on it was yeah i just realized too he doesn't really have a neck not really no hmm. it, it's really just like head and then body mm-hmm. and then the legs aren't legs they're more like uh uh like what would you call them like pegs like mm-hmm. little tiny pegs yeah, he's not giving head, shoulders, knees, and toes. He doesn't have all of that. No. Um, yeah, yeah. So he did that. And then um, I don't remember. Did they show anything for break DNA code? Yeah, he just looked at a... Uh, he looked at this thing that showed like a, the genetic, like the double helix thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it he hit a button or something and he broke the code. <laughs> <laughs> and he solved the energy crisis apparently he did he did he did everything except study for his french exam which i wrote procrastination at its best um and then she says kids bedtime what i loved is that it, the exchange he has with the computer where uh he's sitting there playing tic-tac-toe with himself mm-hmm. and the computer's like Dexter, you still haven't uh, studied for your French test, and it is almost bedtime. And he's like, "I have better things to do." As he's playing the fucking tic-tac-toe, and then his mom, which actually begs the question: How did he hear his mom? His mom was in the living room downstairs on the couch. Mm-hmm. He's in the laboratory. But the thing is, right? Think about this, okay? Because he's the—they're not supposed to know about the lab, right? The parents. Yes. So, but Didi knows about it, 
how she hasn't told them, I don't know. But I think he has to have some system of speakers that that like is like a you know like there's like some some speaker yeah okay. some surveillance there's some okay. speaker that's in the living room that then gets transferred over as like a like a you know in the lab so that he could hear it. <laughs> 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 I was thinking more like military, like siren, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But, okay, but yeah, okay. that's that that works. Um, so but yeah, yeah, she she says it's bedtime, and he hears. Um, because yeah, that shit is big. It's this whole fortress that he has. So it's like the only way that could work is if there are some, you know, because he couldn't hear it. It's like steel. It's behind a bookcase, and then there's like a steel door, and then it's like huge. Like, yeah. So he's got some some sound thing. <laughs> Um, oh, I don't think I wrote it down, but I'm pretty sure the computer gives him more shit, too. Yeah, I just um, wrote not the computer being sassy. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was she was really giving him some lip. Um, but then he looks through his records and he has he Stephen, has Stephen Hawk sings, yes, which is like Stephen Hawking's, but yeah. um, <laughs> but that was that was funny. That immediately um, stood out to me when he was looking through them. But I, I did I ever tell you about I had a Furby. Um, we both which, did. Mm-hmm, but I had the Furby and like I had a Britney Spears CD and I wanted it to like I was trying to test it to see if it can learn the Britney Spears lyrics. And so like I I forget if I put headphones on it or what, but like I put the Furby and I like had like the Britney Spears song or CD. I don't know. I think it was a song on repeat. And I like went to bed. I think and and did that, but it didn't it didn't work. The Furby didn't learn Britney Spears. But that's what Furby I thought about. Shit out of me. It was creepy. It, it scared me and I threw it under my bed. <laughs> and it like stayed that... there for a very long time. And sometimes it would turn on by itself. See, no. That's what I was going to say. It, se- it seems creepier to be <laughs> under the bed. Like, well, I, I feel didn't like... want to see it anymore, so I just threw <laughs> But then you got a Furby under your bed. You got I a know. monster under your bed. <laughs> no, I did. I re- a literal monster, yes. Um. Yes. But yeah, then then you know he gets the record for omelet du fromage to put on well, his like big wait, ass thing. Hang on, that that was the quote. Uh, he was saying uh, he said something about him being a a genius, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he asked the computer, "Okay, what can I use? What uh, device do I have that I can yes. use to help me learn French?" And she said, "I don't know, Dexter. You're the genius." yes <laughs> something like that yes yeah because he was like what genius invention do i have that could that could teach me this and she's like i don't know you're the motherfucking genius you tell me um i like that i like that so yeah giant contraption um how would you describe it like a, a metal so it's not as cohesive but you know diddy kong um had like the barrels like that kind of like barrel yes. that you'd make like alcohol in or store stuff in yes. it's like that it was like that shape um but it was metal it had a bunch of different components on it but it was bigger it was probably that big because it was double the size of uh it was double the size not width but double the height of dexter um even though he went to bed with it on his head and i thought a little bit of my cpap because sometimes it feels my cpap machine it feels so obstructive it's not that big obviously but i thought about that because i go to bed and i'm like all right i got my cpap on got my uh, my night guard in <laughs> like, i'm ready for bed well i feel um, awful because i put my night guard in and i'm like oh 
Oh yeah. I mean, we all got pain, Effie. We all got struggles. Um, <laughs> what I was thinking when you were saying that description was it reminded me of um, the old like Apollo moon landers. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, the the apparatus that they had where uh, you know they're. <laughs> When they get to space and they have like the little tiny, the smaller tube that has a little tiny thruster on the end of it. And uh, <laughs> that thing is sitting on top of So you have Diddy Kong racing Apollo-esque yes. shape thing just sitting on his head. And, yes. and it's funny because he's just like laying in bed like, like he's like totally comfortable. Mm-hmm. Deep sleep. Mm-hmm. Out. And then the record skips. And I wrote, I wonder if someone made a song of this on YouTube because it was kind of fly. Because it was Omelette du Fromage. Omelette du Fromage. And it like kind of like made a little beat. And so like I was like, I could see some house beat or something like Omelette, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm amazing i'm so excited i'm so excited <laughs> if this episode takes a, a little longer to come out because we got it you have to make that and for that to be our outro i i accept that i accept that <laughs> oh wow. so that thing is skipping yeah so it's skipping and then we wake up, up and yeah. we see that the mom is on point um in her fucking heels she's in the heels that beyonce wears in um green light there's a video it's i think it's green light and she's in this like latex she looks very good and her and her dancers are in these like point shoes but they're like point heels like they're the heel is as, as if they're on point but then the heel but but it's like well it's it's hard to describe but basically a point shoe with the heel um, and they're okay, black, I, and that's that what she, sense. that's what she looks like. She's in like yeah. she just is, you know. She's perpetually at like, well, not perpetually because she was on the couch for bedtime, and the dad had like a kiss mark with lipstick on on his neck from her. Oh, I um, didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but um, yeah, I was gonna say she's perpetually at the sink, but she's not. She actually sink or kitchen, but she does move to other places in in the house. Um, but yeah, she's in point and then, or on point, I, I was like, these white people in their matching pajama sets. It's so interesting. Cause we had pajamas as kids, you know, but like, it was like the kid pajama set. He had like the adult, like collared, collared button shirt one, like that uh, adult man wears, you know? Um, I was like, this is so interesting. Cause there's certain things that I saw growing up on television. And I was like, like that, that I was confused by them having milk, like, at breakfast you know or like a glass of milk before they left the house like that was strange to me like they'd have like milk and oj and cereal and i was like what i don't get this there's just certain things on tv that like white families would do and it was mostly white families on tv right and you didn't see it in the shows that had us in it and i was always confused and that was one of them i was like do people in 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 the 90s right because prior to that people did wear matching you know nightgowns and Sets, and they like, had the the little hat on too, like uh, yeah, and the Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like in the nineties, I was like, do they? I was like, are they doing this <laughs> like now? Um, but you know, it's just animation. But yeah, so he has on the matching pajama set. All he could say is "Amla du Fromage." And girl, when her smile, I wish people could see it. I oh man, people, it was Pennywise. When she realized that that's all he could say, which that's all she can say later in the episode, she her, her face, she it just like, 
how can I even describe it? It's like a, it's like, you know how you see an illustration? It was like the Grinch. Remember? Yeah, it was like the Grinch. Yeah, it was yeah. like the Grinch. Like, cause it just, but it was like even more squiggly and like evil. Yeah. And and then and she's like, "Hey, Dexter, what's my name?" <laughs> <laughs> but what got me is this girl is up on the table. She's up on the kitchen table saying, "That's all he can say." And mom doesn't say shit. Like she's knocking off dishes. She knocked off all the dishes. It was like great. <laughs> R- Rihanna knocking dishes. Um, like. <laughs> Oh, she just was, it was, it was wild. Um, and she just dancing. That's all he can say. That's all you can say. That's all you can say. Like, you know what that actually makes me think of is um Eddie Murphy's uh 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 the ice cream skit. Do you remember the lyrics? Mm-hmm. The uh the uh uh um, when you go to get ice cream I got and then my the, ice, yes, I got my ice cream. And you ain't got one because you underwear. Welfare. You underwear. <laughs> and you can't get none. Like, that's what it yeah. felt like. It was yeah. very taunty. Like, very... Oh, my God. Eddie Murphy. That shit killed me. Um, like, why would you do that to another kid? Another kid can't have ice cream. And you taunting his face. Because you underwear. Like, what? It's so rude. Um... But yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's dancing on the breakfast table. Um, so that's all I have until we get to the classroom. I don't know if you had other thoughts. Um, yeah, that smile. <laughs> that smile, because they zoom in on it too. <laughs> yes, it is not the Mona Lisa smile. It is not a subtle smile. It is not just a little that smirk. That is the, oh... I smell some shit. Yes. <laughs> Good, like shit, like dirt on somebody. Not like I smell shit. I just realized that, <laughs> that didn't actually make sense. Um, yeah, I, I smell some mess. No, that yes. sounds bad too. No, but mess makes sense. Okay. Yeah. 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 And she was ready. She was ready. Um. So yeah, in the class. Um. Which one did he take first? Was it the French class first and then the science class? Yeah, French and then math or science. Uh, yeah. That professor, sorry, I'm so used to being in college. <laughs> teacher. That teacher said, I have condensed all of the knowledge of French into <laughs> one question. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually that's actually my goal um in getting my PhD <laughs> is to condense all of the knowledge on prison studies and blackness and race to one question. My students are only ever gonna have to answer one question. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my goal. That's what you are do. People black. <laughs> <laughs> and for the fact the fact that that's what it was he condensed it down and cheese omelet was what it was yeah and it was great because it was literally a a piece of paper Mm -hmm. just one piece of paper Mm -hmm. and it was just big letters one question Mm -hmm. what is a cheese omelet Mm -hmm. (laughs) what i liked is that so often if you have a french teacher they're seen as like they're often depicted as like feminine 
and thin and um, artsy, like they have like a beret or whatever, which later, you know, Dexter does have a beret. This dude was like bulky. He did have like a French mustache, like yeah, a very like thin and then like curled mustache, but he's very bulky. And I was like, oh, maybe they're going for French Canadian. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is aggressive looking French dude, French yeah. teacher. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was a little concerned about my test taking skills when i watched this <laughs> well because he like got all up in their faces too like yeah he like went in dexter's face and just slammed the, the tests on the table i think yes <laughs> but then his next teacher was was much kinder looking and then actually he said at one point wisconsin or wisconsin and i was like oh okay so maybe they are in the midwest because he, he said it in that episode um but yes, the math, the math teacher, um, that he looked much kinder. He looked, you know. I honestly, I had to kind of pause for a second because I started to get, you know, like flashbacks to oh math. Oh my god! Oh my god! And by With math, Mr. Rodriguez, I mean calculus, and by calculus, I mean like last week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was more. It was more my physics teacher because he kind of teaches the same way. He's mm. going really, 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 really fast. <laughs> And you, you're just trying to left to try and catch up. Um, but yeah, he poses this very complicated question of, um, I don't even remember what it was. Something he, about Wisconsin he, and he, the city. He, of... he said, if you go from here and you're launched at this speed and go all the way over here and you're at this thing or whatever, whatever, what city in France would you be? <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out it was the city of omelette du fromage well what's funny to me is uh she said who knows the answer and everybody in the class points at dexter because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course he, he would he usually would yeah yeah but um, on that episode well actually in this episode too but it yeah. might it might not have been well, I love the way he said omelette du fromage and he shrugged and said it with a question mark. And the uh, the, the teacher looks at him for like a good like couple seconds mm-hmm. and then goes, that's right, the city of fromage. And I'm like, what? Yes, yes. <laughs> and at some point, I don't know if it was then or when they get to the playground, but it, I wrote, I'll never get tired of the sound when people blink because there was the blink, blink yeah. somewhere in there. Uh, when he talks to uh, the girls, um, and she's like, "What did you say?" And he's like, and then it's blink, blink. Omelet, do yeah, fromage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And then all the girls on the playground, for some reason, congregate with them after he says that. Well, she says French is the language of love, and they all literally melt onto him. Um, <laughs> But then the bully comes, this big bully with some other people, and his hat says fat, P-H-A-T. <laughs> this big white bully. And he's like, hey, you trying to get our girls? And then he says, I'm the du fromage. <laughs> and he says, whoa, hey, whoa. slow down, buddy. I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I just, I saw the bully and the thing that immediately came to my mind is the episode where it's it's just dodgeball, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the all the bullies are just throwing dodgeballs at poor little Dexter. Yes, yes. Oh man, oh that's a wonderful episode. 
But uh, yeah, omelet du fromage is just the answer for everything. Yes, yes. At one point, he has a line of shoes, and it says, "Just do it." Yes, with the umlaut over the u. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the umlaut. The same thing that's over Chloe, the O and Chloe. Um, I think the two dots. Sorry, um, I can't help you. I didn't take French. Oh, I don't. I actually don't even think it's French, but um, but I also don't know if that's for sure. It, but people know what I'm talking about the two little dots. But yeah, they give us a montage, and he's on Jeopardy. He puts out a record. Uh, there's shirts. There's just do it shoes. There's a restaurant that looks like it's in the 50s, like it's a drive up. There's a miracle cure. He goes to the United Nations. He's Times uh, Man of the Year. Then he's a parade king, and then he's kissing babies like he's a politician. He drops the baby though. Did you notice that? Oh yeah, he drops the baby, and they 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 hold on that frame for a second, like that. It's it wasn't just like a quick thing. He dropped the baby, and the mother didn't blink. Yeah, like it was nothing. I also thought it was funny too. Um, in his restaurant, they mm-hmm. were dressed in lab coats. It was a bunch of of girls and on skates, and they're mm-hmm. dressed in lab coats mm-hmm. like Dexter. Yes. Yes. So yeah, he kisses the baby, drops it on the ground, and walks back into the house. Yeah. And, and... um <laughs> he tries to go to his lab and it's like password. Omelette du fromage. Incorrect. Omelette du fromage. <laughs> and for some reason, Dexter has it set up where if you say the wrong password. It literally says twice. He got it wrong twice. It didn't give him three times. It didn't give him five times. It gave him twice. Demolecular. I can't talk. You know what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The whole lab and destroy the lab. Blow it up. Mm -hmm. Two times. Mm -hmm. That's it. And it's happening in 10 seconds. And so (laughs) it happens in 10 seconds. And Dee Dee just is, is dancing around him. That's all you can say. That's oh, all you can say. You have this whole buildup. The ten seconds is this whole buildup of Dexter just sobbing. Yes, sobbing. but she's doing that while he's sobbing. And- <laughs> yeah. And then the motherfucking house explodes, and you see an exterior shot where you can see the foundation of the house. You see the wood and all this, and it's blown up. And she's still dancing, prancing around, saying, "Didn't skip a beat." That's all you can say. That's all you can say. And then that's it. <laughs> that's the end. It's a great episode. It is a great it episode. Teaches, it teaches us the importance of not making passwords so simple. Well, and also not having a better fail safe because to delete your whole lab and demolecularize it uh, after messing it up twice is not that's not yeah. the business. Yeah. It also, I will say one thing on a, a real and silly tip. At the end, I was like, well, shit, his, his lab blew up. And then I was like, oh, yeah, at the end of every episode, that was just that episode. It's self-contained. And if we think about our days like that, 
if we're having like a bad, if we're in a rut, you know, if we're having like a bad cycle, instead of being like, well, yesterday this happened and last week this happened. If we think about our, our days is basically resetting the next day, right? Like whatever happens within that day, we w- go to bed and we wake up and obviously you still have the same problems. Other, But, you know, instead of it being like, oh, well, I got this happened on Tuesday and that happened on Wednesday and that happened on Thursday and now it's Friday and another thing's happening. Instead, that's the first time something's happening. Because it's a new episode, <laughs> you know. Like, I just want to clarify for the people that, for some reason, listen to this episode, that Anthony turned an episode of a child <laughs> mourning the loss of everything that they've ever built in their life, mm-hmm. while being taunted by their sister. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take that, mm-hmm. and we're gonna spin it. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, your lab blew up today, but tomorrow is a new day. Well, listen, because there's no continuity, right? So it's not like in the next episode, he has to rebuild the lab. In the next episode, the lab's just there again. It's like you went back to your save point. You know, there isn't a there isn't a, a, a through line, you know? In our lives, there's a through line. But in, in Dexter, there's not. So like, yeah, it's shitty, but he's going to wake up tomorrow. He's going to be fine. It never, it never happened. It was an alternate universe. It's a one-off. Yeah. It's all reset at the end. You know what oh I mean? Like, God. actually, he literally, it was a miracle cure. And it's the 90s. So maybe that was the miracle cure for cancer. Maybe it was for HIV and AIDS, you That's know? He was, he, he was at the United Nations. He was the Times Man of the Year. Like, he had a great year. But then also, his lab blew up. And so none of that happened. None of it, not just the lab. He also didn't have the miracle cure. Oh, boy. Then it's over and we get to your favorite part, the opera. (laughs) Um, It actually cut off on me because of uh, uh, Amazon. You know, when you get to... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I I hit cancel. So when it like auto goes to the next episode. But yeah, it's... um. Basically, right now, Anthony has their beanie, which is uh, a Kirby beanie, for some reason, has decided to put it on their face, covering their eyes. So I am staring at Kirby. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Because all he has to do is open his mouth and I'm gone. It's true. Sucked into abyss. And then you're gone. You're gone. And Kirby all of a sudden has the ability to be you. Oh, nobody wants that. <laughs> no, no. Kirby's gonna spit spit use me to spit out a star. Could do that. I'm, I'm one of those, I'm one of those enemies that you absorb and nothing happens. <laughs> No, no. Okay, so if Kirby ate me, then I think he'd become like a writer or a scholar or like a, you know. Oh my uh, god! So he then, would have if Kirby... like a little hat and then have a quill, yes, and, and 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 Kirby writes out letters and throws them at people. Yes, that's an ability right there. Now, if Kirby ate you, I think he would actually have um, mental so illness. In... <laughs> That's the secondary ability. <laughs> okay. 
Um, the first, the primary ability has to do some, like it's some creativity. It's like, it's like a build. Like he would, you know, like it'd be like a, a, a puff of smoke and then like Kirby would move there and then move there and then move there. And then all of a sudden, like there'd be like three different things that Kirby could build, you know? Like, so like Kirby could build some wall, right? To protect himself or Kirby could build some like mech. He could be like a big fucking Gundam mecha, you know? Like I can see that. Now I kind of want to get that Kirby game looks so fun oh the one on the switch yeah uh, it looks very Land. fun yeah, yeah i haven't really really cute some games allow you to do a demo i don't know if that's one of them but um the thing i have trouble with video games nowadays because i don't play them as often as i used to and it's like must have been 60 dollars. what if i don't like it do you know what i mean <laughs> and it's not that i can't right like i can spend that money but i'm very frugal so i'm like do i i mean it, because you can't, you know, if I don't like a shirt, I can return the shirt. Yeah. If you don't like a game, you have the game. Well, you know what? For me, for the most part, I only buy games that I like. Uh, the issue but if you is... Haven't, but if you haven't tried it... Oh. Because well, this I, one's I new. Because this, I mean, it's, it's yes, it's Kirby. So it's like, it is, you're going to, you know the basic I of it. know that it's a good game because I have seen it played. Mm. And I also have the soundtrack for that as well, and it's fantastic. Mm. Um, so, like, like last year, I bought the Switch, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then you wonderfully got me a uh, Metroid Dread, and then my dad got me Animal Crossing. And Animal Crossing, I haven't finished the tutorial yet. Been a year, but, but you knew you knew Animal Crossing. From... I just I just haven't really been playing it. Like yeah. and even Metroid Dread, which I am obsessed with Metroid games. Yeah. Uh I say that and I haven't played all of them, but I do like them. It's fine. Uh but I haven't uh it's like I'm finally at the last boss. And the only reason why I got that far was because I brought my Switch to a family road trip thing and I was mm -hmm. playing it a lot. And uh and then I played it again once because the power went out. So I was playing it. <laughs> so it's kind of like the second option for me. And I finally got to, uh, I got all the items, 100%, ready to go, go to the final boss. And he, I, I think I was alive for about three seconds. Mm. And then I died. Mm. <laughs> and let I me just remind you, I have 100%. All the life bars, all the life bars. Two seconds, I was dead. I remember you telling me this, and I think I asked you if you were gonna like look up how other people did it, and I think you were being stubborn, like you wanted to do it on your own. Is that right, or did I make that up? Um, well, I actually got over that. I was trying to get a hundred percent on everything, and mm -hmm. um, I was getting to a point where I was stuck. Uh, and it made sense because some of the puzzles to get to these. I mean, they're not really puzzles. They, you have to use a certain ability called a shine spark, and you have to do it in a specific kind of way in order to get to the item. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, uh, the boss, I saw a speed run of Metroid Dread, and I watched them fight the boss, and I still don't know how they did it. <laughs> So I probably should actually look up or like a real well honestly I just need to play it. I just haven't played it because I played it um 
you know, I put all that time getting all the items and stuff like that. And finally, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and go to the boss. And none of the bosses in this game have been particularly easy. Yeah. Uh, I definitely have been having a hard time of it uh, for most of the bosses that I've fought. But this one um, was especially hard. I mean, you know, the more moves moves that the boss has, the more patterns that you have to learn, the harder yep. it is. Yep. And this guy literally shoots a black hole at you. In addition yeah, no. to lasers and flying around and can flash, uh, flash dash, like teleport. No. The same way you can. You have that ability. It's a... Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I say to that? <clears throat> I rebuke it. Because shit like that pisses me off. <laughs> shit like that gets me really mad. <laughs> it's so satisfying when you finally beat it, but that's like, this nigga's throwing a black hole at you. Like, what are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it literally, like, well, I called it a black hole. I guess maybe, I mean, I don't know, it looks like a black hole. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like difficult games. I don't like games that are very difficult. I do not like getting frustrated um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's upsetting a little difficulty is cute you know like yeah. a little a little a little bit but but just like salt once you over salt it you can't go back no no absolutely not i mean there and if you don't have any salt it could be boring it's tasteless it's flavorless so you need a little bit you need a little bit but if you over salt it <laughs> Now you got petrified meat. Now, now you're preserving the meat. Yeah, there's only a few games that I can think of that are difficult that I've actually played. Uh, Ruiner is one of those games. Um, sorry, I just made it say a game that you have no idea what it is. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this this boss though, and the thing about it too is I was watching. Um, for those who know. Um, you know, uh, games done quick. They always do. Um, twice a year, they always do a uh, uh, an event for Doctors Without Borders, and they always make a shitload of money um, because they they put in work. And anyway, the speedrunner was doing Metro Dread, and he was playing the boss, and he was like, "Yeah, casual. This boss is impossible." <laughs> Well, maybe not impossible, but like really fucking dip. Like, 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 um, it's just like the difficulty just suddenly ramps up to a point where you're like, what just happened? Mm -mm. So, and that's the thing is, I get mad, I get frustrated, and I will put the game down and I will not pick it up for another two years. That's the thing is, like, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at a certain point, it's like, this is not fun anymore. <laughs> like, sometimes you have to beat a boss, like, you have to play a boss, like, four to five times. Sometimes, sometimes even ten, if you need to. But at that point, like, at a certain point, I'm like, oh, this is not... The, the returns on the investment of your time, right? Like, because we're not, we're not kids anymore. And it's not like, you know, it's not like... We 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 got other things we have have to do and want to do. So to spend, say that boss battle, and especially when they they fuck it up and they like make you do a sequence before the boss battle, like the you 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 can save as close to the boss battle as possible, but you still have to do something right. Yeah. Or there's there's a double boss battle, or there's like 
an Octopath, I forget if it was Triangle Strategy or Octopath Traveler 1. I think it was Octopath Traveler 1. You ended up using all eight characters. And so you had to like know that you were going to do that and you had to equip them all with shit before then because if you put them in in the second round because it's your four first four characters are done in the second round your characters don't have any equipment right and you're you're fucked because like you know like yeah you have like decent stats at that point but this is like the final boss yeah it was horrible it, wow I, no that is some that is some final fantasy 8 bullshit it would it's square i can't enix. believe that they're still doing that <laughs> it's square enix so like they 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 don't give a fuck um and it's you know it ultimately right you could always be like i'm not gonna do this boss or i'm not but yeah i had to play that a few times and i had to look up strategies and i had to like go and grind to level up some of my characters so that i could get certain abilities so that they have certain stats right so it was just like a whole thing and that's what sucks like if i have to go look up like a way to beat the boss like i have to like there's no other way i can do it that's sometimes really frustrating for me as like a more casual gamer at this point in my life you know um because i'm like damn, like i'd be skipping the story you know a lot of time because i'm like i don't in some games wow, not that's always. funny yeah I not play always games for the story i play them for the gameplay now um if the story is really good then yeah but like i skipped I so there's eight stories and I've listened to all of not all of I listened to most of my main character story and a, a bunch of two of the side characters or not side two of the other characters but of the eight characters they each have like four three to five chapters I was like I'm not watching all this <laughs> I'm not because I would rather use that time to listen to a podcast that I like or listen to an audiobook or watch something that I want right like because it, it's not that I don't care about story, but it's like these stories are not that in this particular game are not that compelling to me where I need to listen. And sometimes I'll be watching a thing and you could fast forward through it or skip it. And I'll be like, oh, it's getting kind of juicy. And so then I will listen in for a little bit. But a lot of times I skip it. But I never used to be like that. That's only been in the last few years. And like yeah. when I was playing Breath of the Wild, I didn't skip anything. Like I I watched everything, you know, but yeah. I was really invested in that story. Um even though it was like simple, but it's like the lore of of Zelda, you know, is 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 fun. So yeah, I yeah, I, I can't do... think of a JRPG that I played that I didn't play specifically for the story. Mm -hmm. Like I am that person that will grind way too much, mm -hmm. so I can just blaze past all the bosses, so I can just keep hearing what goes on. Like I did the same thing. I replayed well. I never played it before, but Final Fantasy VII, the original, I played it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, I used a guide, so I didn't have to, like, grind a bunch. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the only game I can think of that I've never played that I don't know the story for is Just Cause. Because mm -hmm. that, for, I mean, it's literally a game where you run around and blow shit up. Yeah. Uh, so I will just listen to podcasts and stuff while mm -hmm. I'm playing that game. I haven't played it in a while, but that was kind of my happy place. There's something about seeing things explode in a mm. video game. Mm -hmm. I don't really mm -hmm. give a shit about in real life. But in a yeah. video game, it's just nice. It is. Satisfying. And on that note... Big. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, um, I want to eat. Uh, so... Any closing thoughts? They don't have to be quick. I just mean I would like to wrap up so I can eat. Um, or would you rather me close first and then you close after? Maybe you should close first. Because I'll ramble. Let's see. Um, 
I'm glad we're doing this again. I don't know when the next episode will be. I just told Ashley, I was like, we could we could do it because I have some time. But I don't know when it'll happen again because life. But I'm really glad we made time to do it. Um, it's nice to it's nice to see you too, not just text, you know, or hear you on the phone. It's nice to see you. Um, Dexter's Lab is funny. My God, who, someone made a rap about Dexter's Lab. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck, I don't remember. Uh, I'll look it up later. I can't um, remember. I used before. to know the rap. Yeah, I I just forgot. I just remembered because there, um, there was a video for it on on Cartoon Network that I play all the time. Yes. Uh, yeah. The second I find it, I will immediately remember it. But and yeah. you could text me. Um, yeah, Dexter's Lab was funny. Uh, I don't really have any. To the lab you know again. I will to, back to the lab again. Yes. I will say, so I listened to this audiobook by the Gabor family. It was by Mate Gabor and his son, Daniel Gabor. Um, and it was called The Myth of Normal. And it was like 18 hours, the unabridged version. Um, but it was worth the listen and or read, but I'm glad I listened to it. And my one of my big takeaways, there's two. One is that like, we are set up in the US and in Canada uh, in particular, but across the world, under like a really shitty capital we already know this part but a really shitty capitalist structure which continues to inflict like trauma and pain on us like structurally like and so there's just a certain amount of trauma that we're going to trauma being what happens inside of you not to you like something happens you witness something something happens to you but something happens inside that's what the trauma is like that's how they define it and um yes we're interpersonally traumatized but like that's like almost guaranteed basically because of the structures of how we think about family how we think about individualism like which is the, the core of the american ethic you know um which is fucked up because we should really be thinking in much more collectivist ways but so that was like one thing is that like we're gonna keep being traumatized and like it's no one per person's fault because all this right um but the second thing is that like he went over a lot of uh, things and a lot of stats and one of the ones that like stuck with me, not the stat itself, but he talked, uh, he referenced a bunch of studies where women in particular um, who had like suppressed their rage uh, in their life, like didn't have a healthy outlet for it, didn't actually like act like everything was fine. They had higher chances um, and higher prevalence of like chronic illness. Like they were sick much more often. And so not only does like stress, stress us out and kill us, you know, like slowly and quickly, but also like not expressing your emotions, not have like we were talking about anger issues earlier. Um, and like, you shouldn't be ashamed that you have anger. Uh, instead figure out how do you express it healthily right and where is it coming from and how can you work on it right um because it was like he was saying that there's like a quote breast cancer gene unquote right um but the study looked at women who had the breast cancer gene and women who didn't have the breast cancer gene but who were like basically some were emotionally suppressing or ignoring right and then the others weren't the people who were uh and this is like a paraphrase so i'm gonna get it wrong but basically the people even the people with the breast cancer gene 
if they were not suppressing their emotions, if they're expressing them health in a healthy way, their prevalence of breast cancer is much lower, you know, even though they had the gene, quote unquote, right? And the people who were expressing it, right? Or, excuse me, were not, they were suppressing it. Whether they have the gene or not, they had a higher prevalence of breast cancer. Um, he talked about fibromyalgia, breast cancer, um, Crohn's, like a lot of depression, anxiety, all these things, right? And so I say all that to say this book was good, um, but what it reminded me of is like, life is too fucking stressful, like structurally, systemically, daily. And so it, the last, you know, like I just recently wrote an essay about like 2022 and life and stuff. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to read it yet, Ash, but like, um, yeah it's a it's a heavy essay um but it's called so don't read it if you're not in a good space but it's similar to the stuff we talked about about like a lack of desire to be alive right and like what that feels like and, and how that manifests so anyways i say that because like i've been trying to really consciously think about what brings me joy what brings me stress and what can i like reduce right so even though for example going into san quentin every Saturday was like bringing me a lot of joy. It was also taking away a lot of time at a time when like I was working a job 30 hours a week and working on my dissertation and on the job market and trying to maintain a relationship on top of everything else, right? So like one of the things I had to cut away was something that was bringing me joy, but I needed the time from it, right? And so even if something's bringing us joy, if it's also taking away time, if it's bringing us stress, and I've gone back into the prison now and it's been great, but I think a lot about like, I've been thinking a lot lately about like what is stressing us out, you know, and how can we reduce it? Because some stuff you can't like your job's stressful. Many jobs are right. It's not so easy to just quit and get another job. Um, you're in school stressful. It's not always easy to just quit and be like, I'm I'm good. <laughs> so anyways, there's certain things we can't do, but like what is within our power? What can we change? Um, so that's something I'm thinking about a lot for myself for you, Ashley, for anyone who's listening is like, do what you gotta do. Cancel them plans. Uh, as the read says, break up with him, um, quit your job, um, but don't blame me if you don't have savings or a safety net, cause I can't help you cause you gotta quit your job and you, only you know if you could quit your job. Not everybody could quit their job. Um, <laughs> I was able to quit my job because I also saved money in because I have a fellowship. So um, in my case, but yeah, like, and I, but I remember, remember when I worked at the Contra Costa Regional Medical Center, when I worked at the hospital, I was so fucking sad and angry and it was horrible. And I couldn't quit until I got another job, but then I got another job and I was out that mofo out that mofo. And I was so much better after that, but it was like stress it was the stress of the commute it was the stress of like my coworkers. It was the stress of like the daily work working in an ER. So anyways, I'm, I am now the one rambling, but I think stress, we can't control the trauma. We can control our reactions to it. We can control other things, but we can't control what happens to us that traumatizes us. But what we can control is, is some of the stressors, right? We can cut out some things in our life. Um, sometimes or reduce them or change the the thing. And that may mean that we're not always going to be liked uh, by people in our lives, or we may have to disappoint some people, but if we're honest and if we communicate, then we can do what we, we, can do what we need to do. So yeah, I'm just trying to live a much more stress learning how, I mean, we know that stress kills you, but like really looking at the numbers and seeing how it affects chronic illness and other things, 
high blood pressure, like all of it, sugar beaties. I'm like, yeah, I'm not trying to be stressed. And we, you know, you and I actually already knew this from our own personal lives and family, but like, I've had a renewed commitment to being like, fuck this shit. The end. I'm out. Yes. Fuck this shit. I'm out. Mm-mm. Um, I guess what I just like to say is um, thank you for um asking to do this again. It's uh, it's fun, and you spend a lot of money on these really nice mics, so you know you should probably use it for something other than me just talking to my professor. Um, so I think this was a this was this was a nice little um break for me i have a math exam tomorrow for calculus two and honestly i don't understand the material not fully uh i've been spending all weekend working on these homework problems watching videos reading the text trying to trying really really hard to understand and um about an hour or so a couple hours before we decided to record I just realized I had to stop working on it because my mind just wasn't working right. Um, So, you know, I'm going to do what I can do to try and do my best on this exam. But at the end of the day, you know, I can't let, you know, stress take over and, and have a negative effect on my performance. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think what I would like to say is everyone wish me luck i know that it will be two months after i've already taken this exam (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh it was nice to just kind of take a nice like good window into my childhood um dexter's lab was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid and i know i say that a lot well maybe not a lot a lot but you know, with some of the shows that we've done in the past, I've said that it was my favorite episode. But this one specifically, honestly, kind of had that moment. You know what? Uh, at the end of Ratatouille, when um, the critic is sitting there and he takes a first bite of the food, the Ratatouille, and he just immediately gets zipped into a time where the bullies had punched him and his mom came in and, you know, said, hey, here's your food. And he just like, that's what it was for me watching Dexter. So uh, I think that's all I have. Uh, I would like to thank everyone who decided to listen to this episode and actually got all the way to this point. I appreciate you. And um, I don't know when we're going to do another episode. Do you, when are we going to do another episode? The first we'll of whenever. Yes, we'll text yeah. about it. Because ultimately, if we're both stressed about school, then it's not a good time to do it. (laughs) Oh, this was a huge, like, really good stress reliever for me. Yes. I don't regret doing this at all. Um, Same. So we'll see how things go. Um, Happy Pi Day, a.k.a. my birthday. Bye. Bye. Bonjour. Bonjour, I'm Jean-Pierre. And I am Sophie. We'll be your tutors for this lesson today. We'll start with breakfast at home.